Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at highfivecasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards and come back to get free coins every four hours only at highfivecasino.com high five casino is a social casino no purchase necessary void were prohibited play responsibly terms and conditions apply see website for details at high the number five casino.com high five casino winter is coming heavy rain sleet snow and ice are your tires up for the challenge tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from tire rack they sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code. A lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash codeassistant. IBM. Let's create. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. I left China because there were some things I wanted to do in my life and didn't want to admit I was too old for that. On the next episode of On the Job, the podcast from Express Employment Professionals, a man discovers his true passion. Find this episode of On the Job at expresspros.com slash podcast or search for On the Job in the iHeartRadio app. See you next time on the job. Happy Monday. Greetings. Welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. More information, visit geico.com. A big night in college basketball. We got angry college basketball coaches. I mean, really, really angry. Stop telling me I'm dirty. Scandals. The last couple of days. We got a lot of stuff coming off the weekend. And how are we going to live when I can't just watch curling every night anymore? I can't. It's not on. It can't do it. We can get a professional league put together pretty fast. It's got to be Schuster you and Super, no, but Super you can, Mario and the other guys. Well, first off, they're delayed getting back because Delta didn't want to upgrade. No, them. so I, I think mean, they're still trying to get their flights situated and get back here. Well, but, one of the guys. Come on, we got to have a professional league be able to spring up around these guys in no time flat. How can we? One of the guys works at Best Buy a couple nights a week. Oh, hey, I saw him while we're on the schedule to play next Thursday. I actually got to work a double on Thursday. Can we play? Have it Friday instead? Well, if we could do it Friday nights or Saturday. 
Saturday afternoons, there's there's opportunity, there's space in the sports marketplace and televising these events that we can make that happen. I'm gonna miss no curling every night. I'm gonna miss. I miss the Olympics already. It was such a fun background thing and the curling was so great and the gold medal games and hockey were outstanding well we got two full weeks of curling yeah perhaps for the first time in the history of the olympics a lot of we had a sport run from the pillar to post from start to finish and and here we are you know curling classes across this country if you belong to a curling club Tough to get some ice time this week jared allen wants to be in 2022 he's like i'm gonna be there in 2022 look at that Oh, he's just j- piggybacking on your idea with some athletic talent to boot. Not to, who, wait, me or him? <laughs> Whoa, you don't know that. You think I can't sweep and throw a stone? Hall of Famer. I could throw stones with the best of Well, what, what's you, he going to do? You, hog, you, what's you, he going to do? Hog-tie the stone? You've oh, never, Jared Allen, you, hog-tie never, the stone. It's you've so never cool. seen him do a, a swim move, a sweep move <laughs> to get deep into a His skill set, my skill field. set, we are even. It's, that's, that's why people love yeah, curling. Yeah, but there's intimidation. There's no intimidation. In curling, oh, yeah. there's no intimidation in curling. What you knock gonna, out his stone, he may beat you up. You're going to beat me up outside, really? Oh, you, you're going to hog-tie me, Jared? I'd say that for every time. Oh, you're going to hog-tie me? Is that what you're going to do? Is this like telling him he's going to hit his golf ball into a bunker and uh, then get him kicked out? Oh, I would definitely get him kicked out for that. Hey, congratulations, Mr. Thomas, on your PGA victory. However, you're now going to be the the butt of all jokes and scorn and derision of golf fans forever. Uh, but speaking of getting kicked out, he's not quite getting kicked out yet, but Jerry Jones is going to have to fork over some cash to the National Football League, the biggest NFL story of the day as we get set for the Combine this week. The NFL is demanding reimbursement in excess of $2 million from Jerry Jones. This over court costs related to Ezekiel Elliott's suspension and Jerry Jones's threatened litigation over Roger Goodell's contract. Remember, he didn't want Roger Goodell to stay on as commissioner, got very upset, too heavy-handed with Ezekiel Elliott. So now Roger Goodell has decided to pay Jerry Jones back by saying, we are going to give us $2 million. Now, look, the money is not a big deal because Jerry Jones is going to say, um, I got that. Uh, that's in my first, I got that in my second wallet. Hang on. I got one wallet that just has billion-dollar bills in it, but uh, hang on. Uh, let me see. Uh, one million. Two, here you go. Here's two million dollar bills. Reagan is on them, so they're legit. Uh, here you go. That pays that fine. And you know, here, take another million and uh, you know, get something for yourself. Get some food for everybody. Got a gift card to Jerry World too. Here, here you go. Got some stuff. We got some Bose speakers. I got stuff left over from the bowl game uh, back when some guys didn't take their stuff. So uh, you get that stuff too right there. We got uh, got some shirts. Uh, we got some boxer shorts, uh, Cowboys logo, and the Pepsi as well. Uh, so all that for you guys. Uh, take it, Roger. Is that, is that settle it for us? It's been a while since we've had the fake Jerry Jones on the show. He's the daddy. First been, time he's been relevant uh, in the uh, news cycle since uh, all of this blew up. Did, I'm sorry. Did he say billion? Oh, I got worried there for a second. Oh, million. Yeah, no problem. Bernice, cut that check in the morning, will you? All right. Very good. Thank you very much. Pretty uh, petty. Uh, two, of the well, league office. two things now. Yeah. This is this is a very big deal. Number one for Jerry Jones and Roger Goodell. This story, one. This shows you that Roger Goodell is simply going to run sand out of the hourglass on his run as commissioner. This is what happens in the movies and in anthology TV shows when everybody is on one side and then suddenly everybody starts getting on each other's nerves and people 
start breaking off into factions, and now it was all the owners were all united under Roger Goodell. Now they're not, and now Roger Goodell has decided to put himself back around the owners who have his back, the Arthur Blanks of the world, not Bob Kraft, not Jerry Jones. He's realizing now they both hate me. Jerry Jones wants me out, and he was almost successful all by himself. So let me make sure I have everybody else's back. So all the owners that helped keep me in, Blank and the other owners who were on that committee that kept me and got me, these are the guys i got to be loyal to because these are the guys that got me to stay. But Jerry Jones, and when that happens now, that's it. Roger Goodell can only play this out for however long until there's too many owners that don't like the way he does things. Now he's heavy-handed, right? Everything else has been, oh, I can't put stuff through. It's not well thought out. And now I'm going to be petty and and bitter and and small and go, oh, Jerry Jones, because of all this stuff, you owe us $2 million. Wait, really? Because he backed up his player? Now, Ezekiel Elliott was wrong. And, I, and I'm, I'm not saying Ezekiel Elliott was right with anything. You saw there was a lot of bad things that happened on both sides with that situation. But re- he's saying, oh, hey, I, I want my player to be able to play. And a lot of owners would go to bat for their players to be able to play. And a lo- and what's wrong with an owner saying, I don't think that this guy is is the right fit to be commissioner? What's he had? Will you tell me he doesn't have the right to do that now? I mean, I, I would. I'm pretty sure that owners and anybody has a right to say, "Hey, let's make sure we're reelecting the right guy." But you, but you now, Roger Goodell wants to be personal and petty, and this is abuse of power. This is Roger Goodell saying, "Okay, you didn't support me for commissioner, so now I'm coming after you." When these decisions that he has made is are ludicrous, and it it's, it smacks nothing of you didn't like me, so now I'm coming for you. Now, to be fair, in regular everyday life, this happens with businesses. It happens with, you know, personal litigation where you do try to reclaim the legal fees along the way. And if you're talking a couple million dollars, even though it's a pittance on the grand scale for the NFL, it becomes the principle of the matter that you felt that it was frivolous and you had to spend a lot of time defending yourself, your position. And especially if Jerry Jones was the lone man here, right? They had voted 32-0 to extend it. And then, obviously, circumstances changed was the argument from Jerry Jones, which is we we still don't know that there were many, you know, flip-flopping on their position to take his side and making it more contentious. It might have just been Jerry Jones wagging his finger because he felt he needed Ezekiel Elliott if he was going to make his Super Bowl run. Now, remember, we've talked about that. Uh, a number of times in terms of moves and the way he's taken stances for players and defending them that he, he sees the you know the light <laughs> there in yeah. terms of his his viability as an owner and a controller uh, of the Dallas Cowboys and even though Steven I know you want to start talking about uh, Steven Jones. I'll, I'll get, I'll get, I'll get <laughs> I Steven. I'll get, I know as soon as I said Steven, uh, I can see Steven, see that little glimmer Steven. in your eye uh, that you wanted to say it. Pretty soon, everything that's going to happen is the first word is going to be out of his mouth. Uh, Stephen, what, what do you think about that, uh, Stephen? But that's Stephen. the point is that you. It's like when Al Davis was kind of doing whatever he could at the mm. final final years that he was running the the Raiders. Jerry Jones, to a degree, you're seeing that now that it's if you're going against me, I'm going to come at you all guns blazing if I can in the legal sense. So that's what he's he tried to do to Roger Goodell to hold things up. So Goodell saying, well, here's something tried and true in law of. We want to recoup our expenses, and here's a big middle finger back to you. I don't blame him. I blame him. It's the league. Look, he's still the guy in power. So when you yeah, have but, that but, power, you right, can exert but now, it. But now, no, but now you're saying, okay, if you are against me, you cannot step forward and have any kind of rights to do that. Because I'm pretty sure, look, agree or disagree with Ezekiel Elliott's suspension. 
If Jerry Jones wants to make sure we get through a lot of different hoops to figure out an answer, especially when the NFL's own investigator said, yeah, I don't know that I would have filed charges on this. I'm pretty sure he's got a pretty good case. And a right saying, you know what, I want to challenge this. And then just because I want to make sure we're electing the right commissioner, he didn't go slander Roger Goodell in public. He didn't go say horrible things and say, look, I got videos of him on Instagram. Those are videos of Jerry on Instagram. I don't have videos of Roger. No, he wanted to say, are we electing the right guy? And now... Because of that, this is why Goodell is going after him. I'm like, it's petty, it's petulant, and I'm I'm pretty sure this is abuse of power. You are saying that an owner doesn't have the right to question the commissioner or to take legal avenues just because it costs you money? Well, you know what? Have a better investigation. Don't have an investigation where the person you put on the witness stand said, yeah, you know what? I investigated it, and... Yeah, I didn't really see anything. Well, I'm sorry that you biffed it, but you can't come back now and say, okay, now Jerry Jones, I'm going to make you bear the brunt of this. Tree again. It happens all the time. Can't do it that. happens as marriages break up. It happens I'm as businesses up break right up. Of what this is, is right. this is this is a legal. The oh, precedent has I'm been set millions of times. I am. Hey, I'm you know what? You're paying. Right. You're paying the court fee. How many no. times do you see Wapner say it? No. Or Judge Judy? You know what? You got to pay the fees. <laughs> It happens all the time. Yeah, but this is this is so. This case. is a high profile okay. case of Roger Goodell saying, right, "You know what? Right. You wasted my time. You besmirched my name, and now you're going to pay for all it." All right, let, let, let me take it back to what your real point was. That I agree with. If we could get them actually on the People's Court or Judge, <laughs> that Judy, was not my real that point. Would be awesome. well, my point is it goes no, all the way through the legal there, process. I, I would like that. I would agree. I think that'd be great. And here's the defendant. Dun, 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 dun. And as he leaves the courtroom, here he is talking to Harvey Levin. Jerry Jones just comes walking in, suited. He's just handing money out to people. How you doing? Thanks for coming. Thanks for being here. Thanks, thanks. And Goodell is everybody's like all the talking heads are just putting their heads together trying to figure out. No, if you could do that, I, I dig that. I'll see but, if I can get that set you know, up. Sure, but if if it's not like part of it is okay. If you're wrong about something, you owe the court cost. This was Jerry Jones. You're saying now, if you want to ask a question, whether the commissioner should be the commissioner. And we have to go to court. Nope, you got to pay for it. If the guy doesn't get elected, that's not right. No, but here, here's right. But here's where it get, got problematic. You're standing up for big business. Is, is that it? Jerry Jones is the little guy? Yes, Jerry Jones is the little guy in this situation. Jerry Jones is the the little guy. Look, I'm standing up for the little guy, and you're going big business. What's happened to you? That's it. I'd love to get him in Wapner's courtroom. I can't stop thinking about that. Will Ferrell in the uh, Lego movie while I'm at it. I can't stop thinking. president business. (laughs) I'm just thinking of Jerry Jones and Goodell across from each other. Uh, This microphone is not. No, no. Hang on a second. No, uh, judge, he, judge, he took up, my judge, dog food judge, and judge. he fed it to his dog and he never paid me back. Uh, I had in the agreement that it was uh, every weekend and every alternate Thursday uh, is when I have the rights uh, to, to, to our, 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 our dog. So um, I, I didn't get it dropped off uh, the normal time that we decided to meet at uh, uh, McDonald's, which is where we do the handoff. So it's in public. Uh, and uh, uh, that's, you know, he decided he was going to try to go on every second Tuesday of the month. And that didn't work for me because uh, that's when I, I teach hip rotation in the defensive backs in my shorts. <laughs> so uh, uh, that's uh, that, that didn't work. He knew that didn't work in my schedule, uh, Judge. So that was a, that was a him uh, trying to take take it to the next level on that. I now, that I'm, up for, that I'm up for. That I'm up for. But look at you. I'm standing up for Jerry Jones, a little guy. 
crazy, have, isn't it? Big business. New world order right now. Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. We'll have more on Jerry and Roger, but next, when college basketball <laughs> coaches attack. Everybody in the country is mad as hell after these reports and Sean Miller, and they're not going to take it anymore. Hating Roger Goodell. He wants two million bucks from my wallet. That's okay. I got it right here. He's the daddy. Because I got all kinds of money. (laughs) But you're the little guy, Jerry. (laughs) This is one of my go-to karaoke songs, oh, by the way. Really? Oh, I'm a big rhinestone cowboy. You kidding? You ever dial up a uh, neon suit? No, 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 no. No, but I, yeah, but yeah. this song, I get everybody going. At this point, I go, all right, everybody, if you know the words, I'm going to be where the lights are shining on me. And I point to the crowd. Everybody goes crazy. Glenn Campbell kills. Screw you, Belichick. Glenn Campbell <laughs> kills at karaoke. Legend. Anybody. Doesn't matter what age. Doesn't matter. That's pretty Glenn good. Glenn Campbell I, I kills. I like that you... Uh... Would make that one of your go-tos. It is. It's awesome. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Yes. Rest in peace, Glenn Campbell. It's one of my mom's favorite songs, too, Rhinestone Cowboy. How about that? Yeah. I like yeah, it. you're hanging out in a lot of the uh, older bars, are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, coming up next, we got a Skinnered cover band. <laughs> It's uh, going to be in Hey, Skinner plays wow. all ages. You know, how, you. you know, how have they not done a Dukes of Hazard remake remake with Jerry Jones as Boss Hogg, and he, you know, he owns the Boar's Nest, and he's getting all these you know, country music stars to come and play here. Funny, five years ago they banned die-cast General League cars. They're not remaking a movie or a television show anytime soon. They used to, used to lower the street light through the... Through the leaves in the woods in the in the middle of a dirt road. Up, oh, you ran that red light. Guess what? Uh, Alabama is going to play at uh, the Boar's Nest to work off those speeding tickets. Wow, little Randy Owen, that'd be good. Uh, this is Fox Sports Radio. Yes, we'll have more on the Jerry Jones versus Roger Goodell story coming. Are you going to hog time me? Is that what you going to do? Top top notch country acts of the eighties. <laughs> We got Randy Travis on the way. Music from George Strait. Oh, we're going to be cutting down a little forever and ever. Amen. Oh, no, no. We got a little All My Exes Live in Texas coming your way. There you have it. Uh, But when college basketball coaches attack, everybody is mad. How mad? So, so mad following the scandal that broke over the weekend. We talked about it a bit on a lot on Friday. The same day that the FBI's report came out and said, look, we got 20 schools that are in major violation and, and have taken place uh, and have many inches of corruption taken place with their schools, players who are still playing, players who are suddenly cleared and able to play over the weekend. And then the Sean Miller story breaks on Friday night that the FBI's got him on tape asking for $100,000 to give to a recruit who's turned out to be one of his best players this season. It's been nuts, and the last few days now, college coaches are just not happy. Everybody is firing back at the institutions. Stan Van Gundy, 
uh, head coach of the Detroit Pistons. Oh, I, I can't believe this. This is this is crazy. Everybody is weighing in. NBA head coaches are weighing in. College coaches are weighing in, and they're all mad. Why? Because they're the ones that are going to get blamed. Because no one's going to blame the kid for asking and getting $100,000. Well, the kid should be getting money. It's, it's Okay, you can't blame the nameless, faceless NCAA because who are you going to blame? Mark Emmert? No, no one's got posters of Mark Emmert. No one even knows what the guy looks like. So you're not blaming him. Are you going to facelessly blame a school? No, but it's the coaches. The coaches are the figureheads. They're the ones that are at the center of everything. And the bigger, more high-profile coaches you are, the more that are going to come out and they're going to say, hey, you know what? Stop. Stop blaming me or this, that, that. Everybody is on the attack right now because this is something. It's like it's a big bee's nest. Someone went up and just put a big poke in it with a big knife, and suddenly now the hornets are all buzzing around. And everybody's running down the street going, oh, the bees are coming. This is the college basketball beehive has been poked. Well, what's been interesting about it, you mentioned at the jump the – the idea that everybody immediately got cleared to play on Saturday. So you have two things happening. One, they're saying don't believe this report and citing the source uh, as as a bit shady and, and less than, than on the level. And the second part being, well, the we don't think the NCAA is really going to do anything with this information, so keep playing until there's there's something really to worry about. So you have those two things going. As for the coaches themselves, yes, they're, they're it, right? They, they're the one thing that stays as players are one and dones, and, and oftentimes that's who we assume are getting the larger payouts, that it's a the one-time spot bonus to come in for a nine-month period as opposed to some of these others. We saw the $9,500 for Kyle Kuzma. Remember, itemized with everybody's name, which still doesn't make sense on a large scale, but <laughs> we push that aside for the moment. While everything else changes historically, and this doesn't happen quite as frequently, but you still have your benchmarks for the top 20 to 30 schools are a coach who's been there a decade, two decades, or in your case, at Syracuse, lifers. So you have you have they're they're the face of your institution. They're the face of your university to the outside world. For all they know, you actually run the university in addition to being the head basketball coach in, in a lot of these cases. Yes, people who's in charge of Michigan State, Tom Izzo. Who's in charge of Syracuse? Oh, it's gotta be Bayon. It's like that's that's it. That's the yeah. way it works. So when we go into a situation like this, yes, you could spread blame all around, but when you think about the backgrounds of a lot of the families that and $100,000 or $50,000, whatever, that's life-changing money for a lot of people. So they're not going to blame the family saying, hey, take what you can get along the way. So the coaches are the ones that are left to, to answer for it. But in a lot of cases, I keep wondering how much a lot of these coaches have done to try to work, work and make sure this system doesn't become the, the cesspool uh, that it appears to have become. Now, we're going to hear from some of the coaches coming up in a couple minutes, but this is important because this is this is where we're at right now. Everything was new and fresh on Friday. It was crazy, and people were wondering, what what's it going to be? Here's what the next, let's say, month, five, five and a half weeks are going to be because we're getting close. We got, look, the final weekend of college basketball, then we have the tournaments, then we have the NCAA tournament coming up. Nothing is going to happen until then. Nothing is going to happen. 
So unless it's Arizona, nothing is going to well, happen. That's a, that's a whole other thing that's so there. Here's what I have no problem with coaches continuing to play guys who are involved in the report. Look, Duke played Carter right away. No, he's clear to play Saturday. We got Syracuse on Saturday. Every fine because you know what you're playing these guys anyway. If they're ineligible, you're gonna have to give any everything back anyway. Well, but keep that's playing it. these guys. Keep doing it. Let you go through the season, and the theme of the NCAA tournament is going to be this is a last dance type tournament because after this happens is when you really have to get involved, and the NCAA has got to realize, okay, now we have to have our decision on what goes on in college basketball because this is an FBI report, and it's a very big deal, but they still have to go through everything, and they still have to figure out their answers, and to rush it through is too difficult. I am okay, and that's how it's going to play out. And all stuff during the tournament, there's going to be all kinds of jokes about, oh, if Duke wins and they get the trophy, they give it right back. What about North Carolina? What about this one? But that's how it's going to go, and I'm okay because, really, you're talking about now, you know, we're you know, we're two weeks away from the NCAA tournament. They're not going to just, yep, you're right, and Duke is out, and Carolina's out, and Villanova's out, and Maryland. You can't do that. So enjoy this last dance type tournament. And I'm talking to you, fans of your school, because Syracuse ain't in it yet. The bracket that we did on Friday night, the scandal-free bracketology, you can find that up on iTunes, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Herman. Listen to that. Have a good laugh uh, about where things were headed and learn where your safety schools are uh, if you're heading to college or if you have a, a student ready to get there. But with with a lot of this, it's also the degree of, you know, we're talking from the Duke case, allegedly a $100 meal had with a family member, not directly to the kid himself. Like, we, now we're getting to a six degrees of separation. I may have met a guy when I went to a college game, and all of a sudden, like, ah, Mike Armin. It's like yeah. six degrees of separation. Oh, sure. And, and the, the kid may have no idea what's going on. That's what some of the shoe companies are saying. It's like, look, it's the people around him. If they get paid, tangentially, you would assume the kid has some secondary knowledge eventually. But maybe he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe, you know, the family steers him for one way or another, but he's oblivious to exactly what kind of transpired to get there. So we've got to parse through all that. The other is for the FBI to determine which is a law being broken versus ah, those silly little NCAA rules, right? Yeah, so, so you some, have, some may be so you hey, have here's probation. Some, some may be no tournament. Well, but some, some of it is fine. You know, yeah, where the, did the money cross? Yeah. You know, state lines. Now the FBI and, and laws are actually being broken in terms of money being funneled versus ah, it's the NCAA just doesn't want you getting a free stake. So you've got some some questions there at, that have to be parsed out. And you're looking at the NCAA, as we do always with the eyebrow raised uh, and a bit of uncertainty as to how they'll handle these cases and particularly how swiftly they'll handle these cases. May the class of 2028 be whittled down to one recruit because of things that happened today. Get ready for the last dance NCAA tournament for your team, not mine. Get ready for your team. Because they'll never play again. Coming up in one minute, you will hear a a pure Whitman sampler of what college basketball coaches have been saying 
in the wake of this scandal, and each soundbite just gets better and better as time goes on. But first, speaking of college basketball, we got some big upsets. Just no tonight. speaking of candy, please. Too many carbs. We got some big. Oh, we got some big games. Oh, speaking of candy, speaking of this, speaking of speaking of candy, we got a Tom Looney coming in. He's got enough of that for Okay, NBA performance of the night comes out of New Orleans, Louisiana. The Big Easy. Actually, the NBA performance of the night and the NBA performance of the month both originate in Arlen's, Louisiana. Anthony Davis, 53 points tonight in the win over the Suns. And the Unibrow, six other games in the month of February. Anthony Davis has had 45 points, 44 points, 43 points, 42 points, 38 points, and 38 points. I'd say player of the month is a stone-cold lead pipe lock for Anthony Davis. By the way, I was the first person ever to say Stone Cold Lead Pipe Lock. Tony Bruno stole it from me, and Mike and Mike stole it from Bruno, but that's not important right now. Houston just won their 13th game in a row. Rockets, Thelonious Monk, the Jazz, 96-85. If you need more NBA scores, check out FoxSports.com. Oh, uh, with the whiff of scandal in the air, number five, Duke goes down. Alexander Walker on the left baseline. The jumper's too strong. Clark tips it home with four seconds to go. Here's Allen with three, with two, with one for the win. Bagley tipped it home, but it was after the clock had expired. And Virginia Tech wins. David Schumante with the agony of defeat. And the Duke Blue Devils Radio Network 64-63 was your final. And two guys now who are on Scandal Watch. Jason Smith and Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Thank you, Mr. Looney. We're live from the Geico Studios. Call 1-800-947-AUTO. Find out how much you could save on auto insurance. And oh, by the way, just real quick, it's really too bad Boogie Cousins got hurt because I really, really want to see what the Pelicans could have done in the playoffs. Could have been fun, right? I really want to see what they could have done because now they're starting to win. They're not just, hey, they're fun and they're they're above water. No, now they're starting to win. And you know Davis isn't going to be in. I mean, look, he had 50 points tonight. 50-17 and what, five blocks? He's not going to score 50 a night. But, man, can you imagine what that team would have been like? Can you imagine? That would have been – you talk about nobody wants to play the Thunder. No no one would want to play them in the first round. Nobody. I just wanted chaos in my NBA playoffs. And but, I don't know that I'm going to get it because Jimmy Butler's hurt. Yeah, they're beating up on Sacramento right we now. We got chaos all over Monday. college yeah, basketball. What, what are you complaining? I want more. You want you want uns- And as of now, I don't have chaos in college basketball. Satisfied. I'm waiting. I'll never be satisfied. You're never satisfied. Why? Just because Northwestern. Listen, they blew the 27 point lead. Okay, they're not getting. They in. blew that game. They lost to Iowa. It's, now we have the Big Ten tournament. <laughs> Which starts this week because of the scheduling nonsense. Here are some college basketball coaches that have been weighing in the last uh, day or two on the college basketball scandal. The FBI's report, over 20 schools involved in, in widespread corruption at the cherry on top of the Sunday. Sean Miller apparently on tape saying, yeah, uh, $100,000? Yeah, let's uh, go through me and uh, we'll get that money to him. And we don't we need any intermediaries. It's all you and me. Uh <laughs> Many people think this report is a, a big deal and something that is shocking and a game changer, but Syracuse head coach Jim Beheim said, game changer. Everybody knows for 30 years agents have been involved with players' families. This is nothing that would surprise anybody in coaching. This is one agent. Do you think these other agents aren't doing anything? you think they're just <laughs> not, not going after parents, not talking to parents or anything? We have blinders on. Agents are going to do that. We got, they, look, they're everywhere. Look, I'm sure in this room there's 10 or 12 agents. 
No, but that's the point, right? It's one I guy guys right in the now. locker room. I think there's agents in my locker room. I, you know, I don't know. It's like having ants in your house. I'm sure that got ants somewhere. But that, I'm sure there's agents on campus. But that's the point, right? <laughs> Beheim laughing, going, "Oh, it's been here for 30 years." Well, what what have the coaches done to try to clean things up? You know, it's like the PED era in baseball, where you had a small percentage that ah, I don't like this the way this is working, and they they didn't fight too hard because everybody was getting fat, everybody was getting paid, and the contracts were flying. Same thing here. I, not that you're ever going to eradicate it, but if it's been around that long, seems like over 30 years you'd make some substantive play ah. to try to mitigate its influence ah, on your That's game. how they get the players to the schools. I mean, you know, look, there's and them and the shoe guys and everybody. Yeah, I know how it works. But, yes, <laughs> right now we've got the reports from one guy who wrote down a few names. Uh, Where are the rest of them? <laughs> Where's the football equivalent? That's the question well, that everybody well, keeps raising their hand and going, hey, there's got to be money flowing there too, right? Well, let's, let's, right? FBI's <laughs> got one scandal at a time. Let them, let them, you know, one thing at a time. And this it's is the, less this, players, this is the one in yeah, college hoops. This is the one we have right now. Think these other agents aren't doing anything? <laughs> uh, speaking of not the NFL, but maybe the National Basketball Association should be involved at least this is what Villanova head coach Jay Wright thinks the NCAA might need. We need to ask the NBA for help. Allow these kids to come out after high school. Allow them to enter the G League after high school and provide opportunity in the, in the G League for guys that they want to pay to play and get paid for fair market value. Yeah, the G League, which is like saying, yeah, you know what? You have to start getting ready for something else. Get ready for life after basketball but, when you're but, in the G League. But there's the point. There, there's the point to it. As I've argued with this topic forever, the one and done's a sham of a farce of a travesty on many levels. Colleges aren't closing. If anything, it's easier to get a degree now than ever. You can sit in your underwear at home. You never have to interact with another human being. So and you can I get was, a certificate or a degree. Wait, so I was ahead of, ahead of my time when I would skip classes at Syracuse and still... Able to, to you to piloted pass? that program wow. for Syracuse all those years wow. ago. I, I so, would sit home and not study, though. But okay, but now I guess sit home. So the and, idea, all right, that's fine. So the, this idea of that's fair. Just to eradicate and, and eliminate that one rule, the one and done, and and make it. If a guy wants to go and he fails at getting to the NBA, sure, the G League's there, and maybe you actually stock it with with rising players as opposed to now, where it's well, it's just kind of there, uh, and one or two success stories. Because remember. You've got deeper benches than far more than how many DNPs, coaches' decisions do you see on a nightly basis in the NBA? Awful lot of them. So if it doesn't work out and they don't want to go to Europe, eventually they can go back and pay for college and then go get what everybody else in America and across this globe does. They, they go get a job. <laughs> you will have to go work for a living. Uh, meanwhile, how about Georgia head coach Mark Fox? And TJ, what did the Fox say? He said this. I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted with how people have treated our game. It's absolutely disgusting. The NCAA is made up of member institutions. How are the institutions handling it? That would be my first question. How are they handling it? Putting their head in the sand and looking the other way? Or dealing with it? I'm past anger, sadness. It's disgusting. And we're really hurting the game. Because not everybody can cheat like all these other guys can cheat. I wish I could get... I wish I had $100,000 to give a guy to come... Look, this is the way. This is now everybody is panicking because this has now been made public and everybody sees it. Nobody knows what to say. Nobody knows how to say it. College basketball, here's what they have to do. You go through it. You put the teams on probation. You tell them no NCAA tournament. You take your time. It comes out. You want to do it all at once? 
on one day or as the summer rolls on, hey, have at it. You, do, you can do it on April 15th. Get away from the NCAA tournament. These teams are going to be on probation. However you want to do no, it, the, you well, do it. Actually, they'll be filing their taxes but on any have, monies okay, gained. April 16th. Any, any monies gained this <laughs> past year. April, April 17th then. File an extension, and that's how it would work. But that's how, you have to do this, and everybody just has no idea what to say or do where to go. Jay, right, the NBA needs to help. The NBA is going to say, we're not getting near this. Are you kidding? You guys are widespread correct. You need our help. Forget it. You think Adam Silver doesn't want to get involved in anything going on in the NBA now. He's not going to wade into college basketball. No, no the NBA and the Players Association are saying keep guys no. in school at least a year. That's one more year that our veteran players get to hang around and, and earn an extra year of service time and, and whatever salary they're, they're working at at the back ends of their careers. Also, you're talking about a better, more polished game than what you're getting out of a G League. Right in terms of one year of college, college playing at, at a major Division One school, that's that's the recruiting band. It's more tape, and it keeps the GMs from guessing and making fools of themselves. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. If you think a train will stop if it sees your car on the tracks, you're right, it will. About a mile after it hits you, stop because trains can't. Coming up next. A huge debut in the world of sports, and I will tell you exactly how this person can continue to become a superstar. I'm so excited. Oh, Tim, just don't trip over sprinkler heads. I'm very, very excited. I know. I'm excited to get back in soon. Keep all those Mets healthy. Heal them by putting your hands on their bodies. <laughs> I love it. Right, but we got that other story that I just said coming up next on Fox. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. If you think a train will stop if it sees your car on the tracks, you're right, it will about a mile after it hits you. Stop, because trains can't. We'll get into a big story from the NFL coming up in 12 minutes, but this weekend saw the debut of Ronda Rousey in the WWE. She came in all smiles, put on that big mean face. Got a mean mug a little bit. Had a big body slam on a... Table that really broke in half really easily. That, hey, that table broke right in half. Wow, that was fast. Triple H is a big man. <laughs> I mean that 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 was that was a clean break right there. Good sell, good thing out of the Hollywood prop shop. Getting ready for another big event. So now here's Ronda Rousey, WWE, and where do we sit now that Rowdy is in? Using the same logo that Rowdy Roddy Piper used, kind of cool. Everything she's in now. What is she going to be for the WWE? This is going to be difficult because with Ronda Rousey, it's going to be rocky because she doesn't have the personality to command the microphone. She doesn't have the personality where she can be larger than life. She doesn't have it. She just doesn't. She, this, doesn't this doesn't mean that she can't be successful, but you need to do something and you need to have a big-time personality if you're going to succeed. It's just like being on the radio. You know, if I came on here and I was a guy that could really kick ass and beat people up, but I came out and I talked, and I was like, yeah, this is right, we'll do this and that and that. This is okay, I don't have that. No, I, I agree. Oh, I disagree. I don't know if I have an opinion on this. And I don't know, maybe, I don't know. Hey, it would sound awful. That'd be the worst show in the world. And how about a fresca? Oh, by the way, I still hear people that get paid a lot of money say, I don't know if I have an opinion on this story, which makes me want to put my head through a wall. But you need to have that. You know, well, you could probably sell that. You need to put Jason's head <laughs> I don't through have an a opinion wall. on this. No, 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 no! Come on, I can't. I, I would, I would get hurt. 
easily. Unless it was like, well, we'd use a WWE like no, table. Oh, oh, oh! That's, how, that's how we do the oh, wall. Sure. Then, then I'd be so okay then we with. could go all three Stooges no. and put your head straight through the wall. So what to do? Because she doesn't have that personality, and and you see, it's one of those. Okay, how do we promote her? How do we take the square peg in a round hole and turn her into a big star? Because they will do everything they can. Here's the best thing. Here's the best thing for Ronda Rousey, because if you listen, you know that the WWE is going to have their work cut out for him. I thought we were going to have Ronda Rousey there for a second. Okay. Anyway. Well, you say something about not having an opinion. Again. I said, I don't know if I have an opinion. I mean, really. You really people, don't have an opinion people, on her. People, by one guy getting paid $6 million a year, actually a couple of years ago, I heard him say, yeah, I don't know if I have an opinion on this. Oh, okay. That's great. Here's Ronda Rousey from this weekend. Most of all, I want to earn your respect in this ring. Well, with that said, I'll say we get down to business, but first, I want to be clear because you didn't, to your credit, you didn't want anything special put in this contract, and I just want to be sure of it before we sign this. You didn't want any perks. You wanted no special travel. You wanted no private cars. You wanted no... I don't want to be treated any differently than anyone else here. I just hear the difference, you know, between the two of them. No, I don't want to be treated. She's not going to command anything. Ah, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's a, a lot in the cadence and tone that... Sight unseen reminds me of the late China when she was introduced. There wasn't a it's lot of personality, China. but there was a lot, a lot of the, just the, I'm going to come in, I'm going to kick your ass. I'm going right, to be imposing, right. but and I'm going to take right. over. And I think that's the angle you play until you can get her some mic work behind I, the scenes. See, I know she's going to want to do this to, to restart her career, which had her, hey, she was going to star in the remake of Roadhouse and all of Roadhouse. these things. Roadhouse. But the best thing for the WWE, you turn her into a female Undertaker. She doesn't talk a lot. She comes out, and she whoops ass. Because the more you put the microphone in front of her, the more it's going to look bad. And it's boy, is Ronda really selling it? How to? You have to turn her into the female under someone with mystique, someone who you, you know is as baddest woman on the planet type deal. Where because if she can't do it, if she can't pull that off on the microphone, then you have to take that. You have to take that weakness away and make it a strength. You turn her into somebody that comes in, doesn't really talk, and just goes in and does everything she can physically. She'll be very impressive. That's what you need. That's how you sell her. Yeah. To be fair, that's why they still have sixty-nine-year-old Ric Flair running around and Triple H who's seen a day or two yeah. in the ring. He has. That are, those are the guys that you're still trying to get, you know, push things along in terms of your narratives because they have Mike skills, something that many of the current superstars fail to excel at. And, but you can promote her that way. Oh, no, sure. You, you get her a Well, they're ready for WrestleMania. Yeah. This was the jump-off point towards WrestleMania. Are we going, by the I'm way? I'm so excited. No, Tim Tebow's going to take us to WrestleMania. I'm very, very, very excited about sure. it. How's he going to do that on one ankle? Oh, he'll be fine by then. Oh, he'll, be he'll touch his own ankle and he will heal Magical himself. healing, like a unicorn. Turn Ronda Rousey into the female Undertaker. WWE, that's the only way out. Rest right next in. We get back into Peace. <laughs>
<laughs> Get back into a big story in the NFL. Got to work on your timing there, buddy. Fox Sports Radio, hour two of the program. Jason and Mike from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. For more info, visit geico.com. And if you miss any of the show, you can download the best of. The podcast goes up right after the show is over at iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, foxsportsradio.com. Use the iHeartRadio app, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, foxsportsradio.com, the iHeartRadio app. Listen to the whole show, parts of it, rate us, give us five stars. We'll love you for the rest of our lives. We'll have more on the big Jerry Jones, Roger Goodell, all-out war coming your way in about 15 minutes. But I can't tell you how happy I was, buddy. I was very happy because now about, things there are, a lot of things. I mean, Syracuse played on Saturday. Yeah, well, we lost by 15, but that's okay. Well, they played, but you got we a did. couple hours of entertainment. We played, and I, we, we didn't get involved in a, in a scandal of any kind. So I think that's a win for college yet. basketball right now. Don't keep saying yet. Like, you don't know that anything else. And is I don't coming. know that there, no. there's not. So just say no. There's so no I just reason. say at this moment. No, that's dot, like dot, saying, dot. That's like saying, hey, how is it with you and your girlfriend? Good, good, good. Yeah, you guys exclusive? Yeah, no, no. We're, oh, so you haven't cheated on her yet. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa no, I haven't said I'm going to cheat. No, but you haven't yet, right? Don't say that. It might not happen. Well, why you got to go down that road? Because I'm trying that's to. That's a f- lot of anger. No, that's a pretty good derision fair right I don't think so at all. Absolutely that that's what terrible. that was. No, that's you saying, oh, yet, yet, like, yeah. You don't know that anything's coming. You I don't, don't know, know that it's coming. not. I can't believe that if that if the FBI had anything on Syracuse, they wouldn't have had it. We're going to be a two-seed in the tournament, and still Northwestern's going to be on the outside you looking are in. Oh, we're definitely on even, the outside, unless they do a phenomenal run in the Big Ten tournament. Northwestern will not be in this year's NCAA bracket. Even no with, chance in hell. Even with 25, 30 teams getting knocked out because of this FBI report. Again, our... Scandal-free bracketology was one of the uh, works of genius. I think of North, I think Northeastern will get in before Northwestern. Really, you got to go down that. Yeah, road? you know how you many, you know you many times people ask me, yeah, where I was like, do you play Northeastern in anything? You ever yeah, play? I mean, how I'm do you? Sure, not? they do. I mean, that's got to be a huge. That's a built-in rivalry, Northeastern and Northwestern. I mean, even the ones Boston and one Chicago, still two big cities. Why you got to play in something? I'm sure, it's can't there you play somewhere. in curling? I don't think we've established a curling team yet. On the Northwestern campus. Although in well, that new facility they're building on the lakefront, perhaps that'll be part of the overall expansion. Yeah, but you, the thing is, you guys are smart. You guys, you know, are, you know the, uh, the the mathematical, mathematical obfuscations of the curling stone is able to we figure it out. <laughs> you're, I mean, that's you, something what you you're do? able to do. I'm professor why, why, are you, it for why are you going disparaging against my school? I didn't say anything against Syracuse and Newhouse. With the sweepers and the McFlurries and the Schusters. <laughs> but hateful. this is what? What were you going to say? What? What? Just, just, I'm just being, telling you. You were being hateful. I don't know why you don't play Northeastern against anything. my school. I'm not just you should play Northeastern. Build a right. You have no rivalries. Build one. Who's your rival? You don't have one. Chicago's Big Ten team. Chica- <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Lovey Smith. Take that for data. I can't tell you how happy I am that Blake Bortles is off the market. Jaguars over the weekend bring back Blake Bortles, three-year deal, but basically it's a one-year prove-it type deal. But the reason this is important is two reasons. Number one, don't have to worry about the Jaguars winning the Super Bowl. Number two, more importantly, this takes one team out of the mix for Kirk Cousins. This takes the Jags out of the mix 
for Kirk Cousins for this season, one of the teams that if you said, okay, who are the three or four teams that would sign Cousins, the Jaguars certainly right there. Boy, what would they do with a guy that could throw the football like him? Take him out of that mix now. So now there's no Blake Bortles anymore. Kirk Cousins is there for the Jets, the Broncos, the Browns, or if the Vikings want to say, yeah, we know we have a 1,000 quarterbacks, but we're going to go get another one. you got to scratch a big one because the Jaguars were always that enticing landing spot for anybody in free agency. Boy, look what they would do, what would have with a quarterback. And what do the Jaguars do? They go and they keep a guy who is never going to be the answer and is always going to be a guy that fans, media, and even his teammates are going to say, we're just going to replace him at some point, right? We were just going to, we, we can't, are we going to have another year where people are going to go, boy, we had a get by quarterback. He's not a Jag quarterback, although he is a Jag, but he's not a Jag, just a guy quarterback. He's a get by quarterback. You're going to have another year go, boy, we got by with Bortles, but boy, if we had another one and still you're going to keep him around and keep him around, you're not going to do anything with him. You're not going to win anything with him. He's not that guy. He is a guy you are winning and you are surviving with him around. That's Blake Bortles. So now the Jaguars are out of that mix have to worry about their own problems now with Blake Bortles now for the next year or whatever it is. But this is another clearing the way for Kirk Cousins to be a Jet or a Bronco or a Jet or a Brown or a Jet or a Viking or a, or a Jet. Bills. Or a Bill. Or a Cardinal. Or a Jet. Or a Cardinal. There's a lot of or a jet. quarterback jobs still available. Or a Jet. Sure. Any of those. It's all things. a matter of who's going to back up the Brinks truck Any and of those. where he wants to play. Yes. Obviously, Jets. you look at it in the the face of ready to win, not the Jets. Uh, you'd be looking We're ready at, to win. Go nine and seven. That's winning. Seven and nine. Better than seven. Going seven and nine. Uh, see, you know, I said nine and seven specifically. I said if I say nine and seven, he can't play the Jeff Fisher drop, and no, he played. You'd the like, you'd oh, like to think so, but he was laying in the weeds. Just when I say the numbers nine and seven, doesn't oh, it's Jeff mean Fisher. That. It's, it's Jeff Fisher. Yeah, you're you're getting to Jeff Fisher. It doesn't matter. Now for the Jaguars, guy they like in the locker room, they get Allen Robinson back. They're going to franchise tag him. You look at. Uh, the fact that Hearns was hurt most of the year. They just re-upped Mercedes Lewis, who's been solid in spots. Fournette, year two. Still looking at a division that was down across the board. We still don't know whether Andrew Luck can throw the ball, but he'll be better. I like Jacoby Brissett in spots this past year. And remember, uh, as I've raised my, my hand as everybody extols the virtues of their defense, um, they played four upper division offenses last year. Four out of 16 games where... A team finished in the top 16 of scoring. So you did a lot of bum slaying along the way. <laughs> and with Blake Bortles, we saw many an opportunity for, look at it, he could hit that guy on the flat, wide open. Oh, he overthrew him. <laughs> so there's still those moments that leave you wringing your hands. Now, based on marketplace, you get the the new wave deal, right, where it's team-friendly. Here's a couple of years, but we're really only signing you for this one. We're only really guaranteeing that you're our guy for this one year because they'll go draft a quarterback. It's not going to be Chad Henney gonna... necessarily again. You know, it's going to be 2040, and Chad Henney is still going to be in the NFL. Good for somewhere. him. Good for him. If he can keep drawing a check, he's like he's like the, he's like the new Charlie Batch. He's just going to be a backup forever. People go, oh, I, I, I guarantee. you. I half, thought you were going to go clipboard Jesus. No, actually. no, no. I guarantee you, half of NFL fans right now, if you said Charlie Batch, see, he's. Back up at Roethlisberger, right? Pittsburgh? Still there. Back up Roethlisberger? Still hanging that's out. Him. That's him. But that, that's who Bortles is. He is a get-by guy. And they have decided, let's go in on one more year of getting by. 
He had one really good year, and all of his points, all of his production came in garbage time. Trust me. I had him on 17 fantasy teams that year, and thank you for the two championships. But that's what he was. He was a guy that did most of his damage stat-wise in the second half when the Jags were down. He's not a winning quarterback. He's not when 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 the Patriots took the lead, there was no way he was going to lead them down the field and score. He's not that guy. You need to win with a quarterback in the NFL, and all the Jaguars did would ensure we're not going to win by bringing him back for one year. And who knows how long this window is open in Jacksonville, but they realize, okay, now the rest of the NFL is going, whew, Jaguars didn't get a quarterback. Now I'm feeling pretty good because we can still find a way to get by them next year. Well, Deshaun Watson comes back. In theory, Indianapolis writes the ship to a degree. Whether Luck's ready to go or not, they'll be more stable because they're fixing some of the errors that Grigson made in his run of ge- as general manager Ballard trying to retool things. Couldn't get the head coaching thing necessarily uh, figured out. McDaniels right, so, will be great. Oh, uh, too, too soon? Too soon. Too soon. Right. Not going to the it's too soon, bro. Uh, yeah. The offense stays home. But you, you have them. Uh, you look at Tennessee, while they underwhelmed based on explosive smash-mouth expectations, they were still a playoff team. Mm-hmm. So the division's not not a walkover in any way, shape, or form. You, you're looking at everything went right. Bortles completed 60% of his passes, 21-13 and 13 on the year. Now you have Leonard Fournette, as long as his ankle holds up and we keep him, you get balance there and defensively. But you're, you're setting up for one of those windows just like the Seahawks had where all of these guys are going to need to get paid Bortles, at the same time. Bortles is like the Mark Sanchez of 2017-2018. It's, boy, we have everything else around him, and we've seen enough, and let's see if we can just urge a little bit better performance out. Let's see if we can we can ignore everything else we've seen for three or four years, and let's see if we can just nudge him along a little bit and see if we can get a little bit more. Try, he's Mark Sanchez. He's a guy that's going to be, in two years, he'll be a backup quarterback somewhere. So if they get to the AFC title game again, would they, would they allow him to run this time? <laughs> just asking. Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Carmen. Live from the Geico studio. I mean, he is the Mar- he is the new Mark Sanchez. He is the Mark Sanchez of this era. And it wasn't too long ago Mark Sanchez was the Mark Sanchez of his era. But now Blake Bortles is the new Mark Sanchez. I'm really curious to see if they'd let him. You really want me to comment on Sanchez, who is quasi-quarterback for the Bears here <laughs> recently. I really would have loved to see what Blake Bortles would have commanded on the open market. And they let it get to the free agency. And then be a co- competitor for Kirk Cousins. Because now you're getting all cocky that one more suitor has fallen to the wayside. Just like watching The Bachelor. So have things changed for Kirk Cousins? How is this Jerry Jones-Roger Goodell battle going to come out? Coming up next, we welcome in one of our favorites as we break down those big stories and more for the NFL. This is Fox Sports Radio. When you're hiring, you don't want to waste time sorting through dozens of irrelevant resumes. You want an efficient way to get a short list of qualified candidates. That's why you need Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes. Set up screener questions based on your job requirements. Then zero in on qualified candidates using an intuitive online dashboard. Discover why 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. That's 3 million businesses. Post a job today at Indeed.com slash hire. That's Indeed.com slash hire. Search for greatness. Search Indeed. This is my favorite country music song of all time. 
It's a pretty good one. Oh, it doesn't get better than that. I was getting reacquainted with the entirety of the Pure Country soundtrack after watching Kyle Chandler try to pull off the George Strait impression when he uh, disappeared and went and hung out and tried to get real again. TJ, Eileen's in Albaline. Rosanna is in Texarkana. Allison's in Galveston. Well, this is how I teach geography, don't you know? (laughs) Everything you need to know. Here we go. We're going to teach Texas, Southwest history. Hey, you can do a whole year on it. Let's listen to the George Strait classic as we do it, kids. The big story in the NFL. The NFL wants millions of dollars from Jerry Jones. The NFL is demanding in excess of $2 million from Jerry Jones for court costs related to Ezekiel Elliott's suspension and Jones's threatened litigation over Roger Goodell's contract. He wanted Ezekiel Elliott cleared and was going to go through the courts to do so, and he wanted Roger Goodell to not be named NFL commissioner once again, to not get his contract extended. And now that Roger Goodell has gotten his contract extended, he wants Jerry Jones to pay $2 million in legal fees. Joining us now on the hotline. Go Aztecs, dudes. All right. Bleacher Report, <laughs> NFL insider, a man who regrets saying that on the show, I am sure. And friend of the show, and I put friend in air quotes. It's Jason Cole. Jay Cole, what's happening? Life is beautiful, boys. What's going on with you? What's uh, up? Uh, listen, I need uh, a couple million dollars. I knew, I knew it was coming. I, I just knew it. Yeah. I, knew I need that a this Terrible, terrible, oh, just god-awful Jerry Jones. That's actually a good Jerry Jones. I don't know why you say, no, listen. You guys, you yeah, I bet, call Don Banks. You really need to call Don I, Banks. I bet you don't even make $75,000 a year. I can't, I can't talk to I mean, I can't. I, if, you have to make at least yeah. $500,000 a year to talk to me. Oh, okay, what do we got? <laughs> I can't believe you really don't like my Jerry Jones that much. Oh my God, it's god awful. No, it's it's a good Jerry. Look, everybody, everybody has a Jerry it's Jones. Cold, it's culture. You're doing like Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah. No, so it's awful. Like, it's, I mean, it's incredibly bad. Like, I mean, you might as well try and do Bob Goulet or something like that. I mean, it's just. <laughs> South of what the is, border, down Mexico way. <laughs> uh, so, is, is the NFL going to get this two million dollars from Jerry Jones? Yeah, of course they are, because <laughs> they can deduct it from what they give him. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> line item transfer. <laughs> we deducted two million. Disparaging comments. Back legal fees. <laughs> right, we, like see, what people don't understand is like the NFL takes all the money in. And then they send checks out to all the teams, right? And so they can just, instead of sending you like $40 million, they can send 38 if they want. That's kind of <laughs> how this thing works. Well, that's not real. That's just garnishing uh, money, I think. That's a little bit different, but okay. So they're going to get it. It's, still, it's the same process, cat, right? But here's, here's, but here's the thing, though, Jason, is that what this the NFL is saying is that you want to legally challenge the NFL for Ezekiel Elliott – I'm no. sorry, but you have that right to, especially when the NFL's lead investigator says, yeah, I don't know if I would have recommended but, but guys, charges. They wrote this rule like 25 years ago to prevent this very thing. They wanted to, because this was in the aftermath of Al Davis suing the league like every three minutes <laughs> over Los Angeles or Oakland or, you know, maybe Los Banos, whatever they were 
whatever he was suing them over, whatever city he was in, right? And I thought you guys would like Los Banos a lot better. That was good. No, I, I like that. Yeah, like California people, only only California people really get that or understand the smell of Los Banos. But, um, yeah, like they, what they said is, look, you can sue, but if you sue and you lose, you're you know, you're um, going to get charged the money for both sides because they wanted to put an end to all of these lawsuits. That's one of the reasons why when people were talking about. Oh, Mark Davis, if they don't allow him to go to Las Vegas or anywhere that he wants to go, he can just turn around and sue the league. No, you really can't. Because it, you, the risk in suing the NFL, if you're a partner in the NFL and you sue, it's okay if you win. If you lose, you're getting hammered. Okay? Because you're paying for your lawyers and you're paying for their lawyers. And their lawyers are going to be more expensive than yours. This is not, you don't see any Roger Goodell, this is him abusing his power, this is him making no, it personal no, with Jerry Jones. Before, this was, this was, people don't understand, this was written before Jerry, this is before Roger, okay? This was an internal decision by the league to keep the owners from suing each other because they got tired of Al and they got tired of other people threatening lawsuits, okay? Yeah, but when's the Which, last time this came up? When's the last time the NFL said, hey, you're going exactly. to owe me a lot of money? Exactly. It's personal. Exactly. It's the last time because guess what? Their partners don't sue each other. And there's a good reason why. Because they've got to pay the legal fees for both sides. It worked perfectly. And I was finally, trying to... Finally, they got, they got somebody who went and did something stupid, and this is what happened. See, I was trying to explain to Jason, this happens all the way down to Judge Judy and Wapner. I mean, it's the same thing. you got to pay the court fees for the other side. And he says he wants Jerry Jones uh, to be on the people's court. That's a a great comparison. Well, Uh, it rolls all the way down, though. It happens in business every day. And in divorces and and everything else in terms of legal fees. So Jason just wants it to be angry. the, The people with the deeper pockets, end up paying most of the time. That's why they try and settle these issues outside of court. But again, Jerry's never going to miss this money. I and mean, people are making a big deal out of this. This is nothing. I mean, yeah. this, is, this, is, this, is a, this is like rounding errors. For, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jason called uh, Jerry Jones the little guy in this battle. Yeah, <laughs> Jason Cole on Twitter, at JasonCole62. Uh, find him, BleacherReport.com. Joins us each and every week. Friend of the show, all right, so Blake Bortles re-ups with the Jaguars, uh, taking out one potential suitor for Kirk Cousins. Jason's still convinced that $60 million is going to be the price for the Jets. Uh, the Browns 60 have $60 million, million to spend. Yeah. For one year. $60 million, yeah, for just next one year. Probably uh, about 61 year, but, um, like, he's going to get, I mean, like $75 million in guaranteed money. I mean, because if Alex Smith is getting 71 guaranteed, Kirk Cousins is worth more than that. So, I mean, and when I say fully guaranteed, I mean actually real guaranteed money. He's going to get $75 million. I, I have no doubt about that. So who's the best suitor? The Jets. Jets. No, it's not the Jets. The Jets? Of course it's the Jets. They're number one receivers going to jail. <laughs> okay, maybe. Are you, uh, am, I, am I answering this one? Yes, you're you answering that, please. <laughs> You, okay. see, you should have you seen the look welcome. he gave me, Jason. That's all. That's all it was, Mister Cole. <laughs> I mean, look. I think that. I think if you want to win, 
um, and you want to win right away, the best place to go is Denver. That's pretty obvious. Now, I know Minnesota's in on this one. I don't believe, I don't believe they're fully in on this one, the way that the NFL Network is reporting it. Um, I think they're going to look at it, but I think they're eventually going to come back and they're going to end up with somebody that they know, either Bridgewater, Keenum, or Bradford, or some combination of two of those guys. I think that that's the safest bet, you know, on, on the Vikings. So it leaves it a three-horse race, basically. I don't think Buffalo is going to get involved that deeply. So it's going to be the Jets, uh, the Browns, or Denver. And I think that Denver, just like they did when you know Peyton Manning went there, they have one great salesman. They got a Hall of Fame quarterback as their general manager, and that's a great sales pitch because when Kirk Cousins walks into John Elway's office, they talk the same language, and Elway can say to him, look, we're going to do these things for you, and we're going to make it possible so that you can win. And that's a really great selling point. And so I think that's going to have a lot of sway in this one because the money's going to be relatively equal. I mean, is is, is it 26.5 or 27 in Denver, or is it 28 or 29 in New York? The difference is not significant. Or, you know, yeah, you can go to Cleveland, and be part of a great turnaround. I think that's an interesting story, especially since he's from that part of uh, you know part of the country. I think that there's actually some interest there from Kirk Cousins, but you know that's not as easy. A hey, we're going to turn this thing around and win big all of a sudden. I think he wants to win big, and that's Denver. Yeah, but you're forgetting all the great restaurants in New York. He's going to get to go to. That's a huge selling point. Um, when you where, where hold on a second. Like, how often do you think guys actually go into New York? Oh, he'll go in all the time. He's got he'll be he'll be Broadway Kirk. <laughs> Broad, Broadway Kirk. He could get uh, one of those Philip Rivers buses to take well, him to and from. But, but where the the Jets like they, their practice facility is like what six hours from New York City or something. Where where is that little stupid town that they have their practice facility in? It, 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 it's, it's it's in Florham Park. It's you know it's Florham Park. To, sure, Florham Park. Florham Park is an is an hour is is an hour in the best of traffic. Okay, from from New York, he's never going to New York. <laughs> For other words, we're going to hobnob around town. Let's take it in. I mean, like he's going to go. He's going to go in in the off season, maybe. Oh, so you're expect- he's going to just take Core the Coors Light Plant in Denver. That's where he's going. Oh, look, there's him and Pete Coors hanging out together. Um, that sounds better than Florham Park. <laughs> you know, it's not Florham Park. I, 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 been, it's I have New been, York. Look, I have been to Denver. I have been to Denver, and I have been to Florham Park. <laughs> okay, you didn't know where Did it was until I told you. <laughs> no, no, I just couldn't remember because I try to forget. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> There, there are parts of New Jersey that we shouldn't have to remember. Okay, <laughs> all right. So let's just remember that. Okay, and it's not like they they're on Long Island anymore. No, they're in the middle of Jersey. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it's not so. It's and it's not even like a cool part of Jersey that would be like out of a Springsteen song. No, it's Florham Park, some dumpy little you know su- suburb of nothing. So, anyways, um, yeah, I, I, if, if given a choice between the middle of nowhere, New Jersey, and Denver, yeah, Denver, give me Denver. 
There you go. Your hopes are dead. Ten times out of ten times. His last appearance on the show, it's Jason Cole. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Bleacher Report NFL Insider. Pop your balloon there, uh, Smith. Follow him on Twitter at JasonCole62. That is at... Don't be so angry. That's Please. at Jason Listen Cole to the mighty, 62. Mighty be happy. And then I'll wait. And then no. And then when he signs with the Jets, I'm going to do my Jason Cole impression of you. I'll wait. Sing along, guys. Sing along with the song. No, you're done. No, you're done. No, you're done. Do the scream. Jets, not the Broncos, because I got lots of money. Because Delway went real cheap, because he remembers Osweiler. I signed with the Jets. Okay. Thanks to Jason Cole stopping by. Well, I was trying to do the Mighty Mighty Boston. I know. You're going to rip your throat out. Uh, uh, <laughs> you're going to sound like that for real. Coming up in one minute, you've heard of the movie Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. How about three billboards to get LeBron James to come to your team? We got that. But first, a guy who once put his own name up on a billboard. Actually, he never did that. I was just looking for a good segue. But he would do it at some point if it didn't cost enough money. I already have a jingle. Tom Lee. billboard for? Oh, okay. You're in ra- that's true. You're in radio. <laughs> With the whiff of scandal in the air, number five, Duke goes down. Alexander Walker on the left baseline. The jumper's too strong. Clark kicks it home with four seconds to go. Here's Allen with three, with two, with one for the win. Bagley tipped it home, but it was after the clock had expired. And Virginia Tech wins. Oh, the showman drama, David Schiamonti with the agony of defeat on WDNC Raleigh Durham Virginia Tech 64 Duke 63 your final NBA performance of the night happened on 99.5 FM New Orleans Louisiana Rondo drives the right slot lays it up high off the glass no don't follow for Anthony Davis he's got 53 Sean Kelly calls the games for the Pelicans and Anthony Davis plays games for the Pelicans tonight 53 points and a win over the Suns what's interesting to note here and the Unibrow's previous six games this month, Anthony Davis has had 45 points, 44 points, 43 points, 42 points, 38 points, and 38 points. Houston won the 13th in a row tonight. Rockets, Thelonious Monk, the Jazz, 96-85. Last NBA game of the night just ended as my lips were moving, as they always are. Timberwolves gang puck the Sacramento Kings, 118-100. Need more NBA scores? Check out. FoxSports.com. There's sports breaking out all over America, and these two are monitoring the situation. Jason Smith and Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Thank you, Mr. Looney. As always, appreciate it. If you think a train will stop if it sees your car on the tracks, you're right, it will. About a mile after it hits you, stop, because trains can. Uh, Anthony Davis, just real quick before we get to LeBron, is, you know, the Pelicans, really, it's amazing that they're playing this well. And here they are, just a game and a half out of third place now, fifth place in the Western Conference. Nobody wants to play them. Still in the playoffs, they will get exposed against deeper teams that are better than they are. But, boy, if they had Boogie Cousins, if if he I, – I, I know we're playing the if game, Cousins out for the season. But, boy, if they had – that's the team that – no forget about the Thunder. Forget about that. That's the team nobody would want to play. Can I would imagine, have liked to have seen that race. Can you imagine what a second-round matchup – would be if the Warriors had to play the Pelicans. 
You, all right, let, let's see. Is this newfangled way the Warriors have turned the NBA on its ear? Can they beat a team with the two most dominant big men? I mean, it would be so delicious, such huge theater of here's the old way of playing the game and here's how we're going to go through the big men and they're going to dominate and here's the new way we're just going to shoot threes that would have been the absolute greatest the absolute greatest always looking for new angles new participants in the to add a wrinkle to the postseason if you think the warriors are going to cruise towards another title you want to see them sweat along the way right that was the interesting thing as you watch the rise of the timberwolves under thibodeau and then Jimmy Butler skips the All-Star game, announces he wants to do some one-on-ones for 100 grand a pop, and then goes down with a knee injury four to six weeks to get back on the court. Now, it doesn't mean they still won't be competitive in the playoffs, but you got to imagine it'll take them a little bit of time to round into shape, maybe too, too little too late. With the Pelicans, same type of thing. And it's unfortunate on the NBA overall that we're, we're parallel, have a parallel to one of the big storylines that was so pervasive during the NFL season, which was superstar after superstar going down to injury, that we then have to take out would-be contenders or at least for our consideration and entertainment uh, participants in the playoffs to become also Rams. Meanwhile, you've heard of the movie Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Heard great things. It was really, really good. And I, I gave you my big, bold prediction when the trailer came out that Frances McDormand would win Best Actress. I told him when the trailer came out, I said, she's going to win for this. Movie was really good. Sam Rockwell was stunning. He's the guy that should win. If one, if one of them has to win, one has to lose, Sam Rockwell should win. He was that good. You had no idea what he was going to do in every scene. It was awesome. But now I give you three billboards outside of Cleveland, Ohio, because there are three billboards located about seven miles from Quicken Loans Arena that were bought by Philadelphia 76ers fans. How about that? Maybe they got rich off the Super Bowl victory, and now they're putting that money to use. They have three billboards that were bought. The first one features number 23 in maroon with a crown on it. The second one says, complete the process. Nice. And the third one says, Philly wants LeBron. Now, number one, I like that a movie that's, you know, a small drama that's nominated for Best Picture to be getting this kind of, you know, this kind of uh, notoriety. Well, number maybe two, they only sold the billboard uh, rental in threes. And, oh, okay. Well, it's well, that's the whole thing, is it, the three billboards? I mean, th- that's... But the, maybe that's all they can afford here, too. Yeah, the th- okay. All right. But that's, but that's the movie, though. The movie is, I mean, people are inspired by this smaller drama movie. Well, maybe we have to go and look into it. Maybe these are actual producers or someone directly related to the film. Trying uh, they, to get it a little bit of attention. Uh, as far as we know, it's not. Maybe it is. I, I didn't think about that angle level, of it. Right? I like that. Yeah. It's weird that this is what they're doing because the movie is about a, you know, it's about a dead kid, and that's what the billboards are about. Mm-hmm. So, hey, we're going to take these billboards and we're going to put these to get LeBron to come. I mean, I know it's a made-up movie. You know, it's it's a it's You're taking a me drama, down a deep, dark like, path here. Uh, it's a little weird. I don't want to draw of, too many parallels. Hey, how about we do the... Three billboards thing. Yeah, but that's about a kid who died, and, and they're trying to solve the murder. This is about getting an NBA free agent. It's kind of weird. But I bet you a lot of people have seen the title of that film and have no idea what the hell it's uh, about. Sure. Hey, so three, three, billboards, three billboards Three billboards here. I guarantee leave it at that. I guarantee you there's people that think the billboards that make the movies are about LeBron. Is there an NBA team in Missouri? Do they want him to go play in Missouri? I'm, I'm not sure. That'd be interesting. There you go. Next level. But 
Here's the deal. And just and everybody take a deep breath because this is how this summer is going to play out. Because I'm going to tell you. You're not going to see a LeBron James victory tour over the summer of LeBron's going to meet with 15 teams that want him to come play. I'm going to sit down with the Knicks one day. I'm going to sit down here. There's not going to be woomy from LeBron James. I think I'd like to see him on a woomy tour. You can do a Facebook Live reality show off it. Cameos by LeVar Ball. No, no, no. Facebook. No, LeVar. You have to go through LeVar Ball for Facebook Live. He owns Facebook Live now. Does he? Yeah. But he's a very wealthy man based on recent stock hikes. It's not going to be a woomy. It's not going to be I'm going to meet with a thousand teams. Here's how it's going to go. It's going to be the Cavaliers or one team. You're going to hear one. It's going to be the team LeBron wants to go to that offers him a chance to win, where he wants to finish his career, a chance to come in and bring in other players where they can get good right away. It's not going to be New York because New York is an absolute mess. Porzingis is hurt. It's not there. If you're going to hear it's going to be Cleveland or it's going to be one other team, and that's going to be the drama is, hey, LeBron's is shaking Paul George loose from Oklahoma City to come play, or LeBron is getting so-and-so to come play here with him. That's what you're going to hear. It's going to be Cleveland or this team. And I'm telling you, watch out for the Clippers. If he wants L.A., the Lakers are still a mess. You have LeVar and Lonzo to deal with, and you don't even know if this team is going to be any good. Watch out for the Clippers. They are doing everything to say, LeBron, bring your guys in. Steve Ballmer is a great owner. If you can, you want to play with DeAndre Jordan, we'll keep him. If not, we'll let him go. Anything you want to. Bring in your guys. We can remake this team because that's what the Clippers are doing. Watch out for the Clippers. Trust me. Well, Blake's gone, so you can bring back Chris Paul. <laughs> Are we good? Is he gone? Can I come out? Can I come out now? All right, good. Uh, well, uh, good now back. you don't have to worry about that <laughs> awkward locker room thing. But the reality <laughs> is, I mean, we've heard a lot about Houston these past few days, and certainly during the All Star break, that was the thing bandied about. The Sixers being an intriguing option, and now the billboard campaign puts that front and center, and and lets us ponder what could be with those young stars. If you add LeBron James and and he can bring along a, a talented nucleus and think about it, he he and Joel Embiid, we could have a couple of reality shows flow right out of the two of them. Mm-hmm. I hate eating burgers ninety minutes before games. You See know, exactly what's going to uh, happen. You know, here. when you're 23 years old, I could eat burgers ninety minutes before. Yeah, you know, that metabolism. When I was 23, 24, Mike Harmon, I could have a I could have a Subway steak and cheese foot long sub about a half hour before a game, and and, and doesn't matter. Now, if I did, I'd be, I'd be I'd have to go to the bathroom right away. I'd say, oh, whoop, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. I'll be right out. Be right really out, took be right me out. took me down that left turn again, didn't you? When you're 23, I walked, you I walked right into you it. You did, you did. Bam! I didn't think it was going to become about the kids <laughs> again. I really thought we'd be talking about the kids <laughs> in Philadelphia and what they could do if you added LeBron James. Instead, it became about you. One again. team. You will hear one team. It'll be one team, and it's Cleveland or them. Watch out for the Clippers. Coming up next. Something you and I will miss extremely over the next few weeks. What is it? Find out next on Fox. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. We are live from the Geico Studios. If you think a train will stop, if it sees your car on the tracks, you're right. It will about a mile after it hits you. Stop. Because trains can't. The Olympics are over. That's it. It's done. We the had final. closing ceremonies yesterday, and 
just as fast as we got to South Korea, we are now leaving. Pyeongchang is no more for and us on our Olympic stage. We had a big end. I mean, for the generic Olympics, it was. Like I said, it's a great background music type Olympics. The way it ended with the United States men winning curling gold against Sweden. And we watched a thrilling gold medal game in hockey. That, the Olympic athletes of Russia singing uh, Germany. All they got Russian do is, anthem. All they got to do is not give up a a shorthanded goal in the final two minutes, and they gave up a shorthanded goal, and then a bad luck penalty in overtime when the stick just goes, just creeps up. Of uh, the it was it wasn't it uh, it wasn't a, a a dirty play on Datsuk at all, but it, the the defender stick just crept up and got Datsuk in the face. They had to call the penalty. Russia scores and wins. We had the United States winning in a thrilling gold medal shootout uh, to beat Canada. So we ended on on bit of an upswing, but certainly curling owned everything. I mean, the guys winning, you know, Team Schuster and all doing interviews and Matt Hamilton and hearing all the stories about how one of the guys owns a liquor store and one of the guys works nights at Best Buy and and they, they go celebrate by having McFlurries and I mean, oh my God! I mean, such great. They're like stories. guys you would hang out yeah, with. Yeah, I mean, I don't like, think you've they, been talking all Olympics, and and you talked about wanting to sit and comment on the Olympics and hang out with Leslie Jones, who was at the Knicks game tonight, yeah, that, with a bunch of comedians. But I mean, that was fun. But then you you look at the curling and why everybody fell so in love with them is that they're like every man and every woman, except for your uh, Brizgalova. And, and her, her cheating yes, husband yes, uh, yes. got sent Anastasia, home early. Who got, who got sent home? They said, get out. But then you, you look at the, the way the curling world took off, and now you can't get into a class. Everybody's excited. <laughs> That's the one indelible mark of this Olympiad was the popularity of curling that extended from before the opening ceremonies through the end, end ceremonies. I think they were still playing just for giggles. But that's the thing is, why was curling such a big deal? Why did everybody love it? Number one, you, did you think you think all the all the curling guys use those condoms they all got? Uh, hey, come on, ladies. Hey. Uh, I'll take the over. Curling, curling, curling. We got the gold medal. Hamilton had that mustache. But Very why, alluring. But why was curling such a big allure? Curling is an allure like golf, where people watch it. It's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, It's a little long. I will say it's a little long. It needs. You know to what I was watching yesterday? About, what were you watching? A cornhole tournament oh. was being televised for crying out yeah, loud. Yeah, cornhole's not as long as you curling. You don't say. Cur- curling hey, needs to hey, be a hey, little bit. In prime time. Curling needs to be a little bit short. Maybe about an hour and a half for a match. There's too many. You know, 10 ends takes a long time to get through when you're seeing all, all the different throws. But it's fun to watch, and people like it like people like to watch golf. Because they see the best in the world do it and go, you know, I think I can do that. Whether they actually go out and do it is another thing. But it's got that kind of everyman popularity. It's got the everyman popularity right. of NASCAR. Yep. You know, I, I don't know that I could drive a, a car, you know, 150 miles an hour, but I've driven my car fast and I get it. And these are guys that come out and they look like me. And I understand where you have that that appeal. The relatability. Exactly. Well, I mean, look at in the NBA, how people gravitate towards a guy like Steph Curry or before he started talking out of class, uh, Isaiah Thomas. You know, that's a guy that you can you can relate to. Why do point guards have the popularity now? They're not seven feet tall. We, we, 
We know the struggles of being rejected on a basketball court. And get rejected. Exactly. Just got rejected. Just yeah. got ejected. But you see these guys, and you see, you know, the memes are fun. The Super Mario for Matt Hamilton early on. Yeah. And Schuster just yelling, yep, yep. Yeah, I mean, I'm walking around my house all day Saturday going, yep, yep, yep. Nope, Is he going to get sued yep, by that guy nope, from Storage yep, Wars, that Dave guy? Yep, yep. Because remember, will. he tried yep. to trademark that nope. going, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> But that's what it, it's sometimes, and it's not everywhere you can have that. But sometimes you get a you get a, a story and a sport that appeals to the mass population, and it just hits at the right time. And that's exactly what this was for able Kobe. to get over. Still didn't convince Delta to give him an upgrade. Though. No, they tried. They, Delta's U.S. Curling said, "Hey, our champions are coming home." Said, "Beat it." Big story for Delta going on right now. Yeah, but a bigger one in college basketball. We're going to get to next on Fox. Fox Sports Radio, final hour of the show. Jason and my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. For more information, please visit geico.com. So, it's been 48 hours since the college basketball scandal struck. When Friday morning we found out that over 20 teams were named in an FBI investigation into widespread corruption in the college basketball. Then Friday night, we found out Sean Miller, Arizona head coach. The FBI has him on wiretap, agreeing for a $100,000 payment to one of his players, and this is what the backdrop of the weekend has been. Now, since this occurred, we've had two days of full games, and now three days of games. We had Duke get upset tonight by Virginia Tech. Right. Uh, but they played Saturday against Syracuse, and players have been able to stay, quote, eligible for different reasons. Duke cleared one of their players Saturday morning for the game. And now Miles Bridges of Michigan State said that he has paid $40 to a charity of his choice to resolve an NCAA violation in that Yahoo Sports FBI bombshell from last week this allegedly covers the dinner bought for several members of his family last winter which quote reportedly took place without his knowledge right i didn't know going out with an age i had no idea so now the leading scorer in 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 d1 is able to play at least now 40 bucks that's all it took (laughs) that's what i right I mean, really, I you can't get busted for forty dollars. If you're going to get busted, you got to be one of those. Hey, here's a hundred thousand dollars. You know, Cecil Newton uh, for two hundred and fifty grand. Camel come play for you. I, you get busted big. Don't get busted for like fifty bucks. Yeah, that's so just Michigan State, according to this, found there was no evidence to support the claims from the FBI report that a former agent employee spent seventy bucks on a dinner with him and gave four hundred bucks to his mom. Oh. What? Four or seventy-five dollars. <laughs> I really, I have no issue now. Look, this needs to be a situation where the NCA has to get strong on it. But I have no problem with these players playing now and playing through the NCA tournament, and no jurisprudence until after the tournament is over, because the NCA has got to come through their own situation, their own investigation. Right? Not that the FBI is lying. Not that Yahoo is lying, but they need to do their own investigating, and they need to come up with the right punishments. Some schools are going to get huge punishments. Some are going to get slap on the wrist. But it's too close to do it. It's too difficult. You're talking about most teams having two games left 
Then we have the conference tournaments. Then it's the NCAA tournament. You're not going to get that done in a couple of weeks. Now, maybe you will at Arizona, but you're not going to get it done anywhere else in a couple of weeks. So if you are Michigan State, play Miles Bridges. You know, Arizona, play play, play whoever you want. If you're caught up in this, play – because you know what? If you get busted, you got to give back the wins. You're going on probation anyway because these guys have already have already played. So go and do it, and then if it comes down that you wind up getting busted, you're in no worse situation. If you don't, you have this NCAA tournament to play your guys who are then going to all leave for the NBA because they're going, I'm not staying around after this. There is no way. So they'll all go. And the theme of the NCAA tournament will be a last dance NCAA tournament. The unofficial theme that you'll hear us talking about and everybody talking about, though they won't say it on CBS, it'll be all about the college student-athlete. There'll be no references to it. I'm sure CBS will have meetings saying, on none of our platforms, and that includes you, True TV. are you ever going to say anything about, well, a scandal-ridden... No, 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 you don't mention But all of us will be talking about, is this going to be it? Is this the last dance for Kentucky? Is this the last dance for North Carolina? What about Kansas? Are they going to be able to play in the tournament next year? Is this it for two years? What is it going to be when the NCAA goes through with their investigation? That's going to be a theme. So that's exactly how it's going to lay out. I just told you exactly how the tournament's going to go. It's going to be a last dance theme and play the players. Because if you're going to lose, you've already played them anyway. You've got to give everything back. Keep playing them. Don't sit them down. You already antied up. Right now, you're just all in to try to win a tournament, and if it gets vacated, what do we just laugh about all the time? Ah, eh, vacate it. We still watch the games transpire. We still watch stars emerge and big time moments in the tournament. That's the show everybody's been waiting for because nobody watches the regular season. That's why they keep trying to sell you Trey Young, even though his team sucked <laughs> and started drifting down further and further. Out of the rankings. Hey, they won a all- game now. They're seventeen and eleven. That's that's great. Let's let's chalk one up for them there. But it's it's the type of investigation that it's going to take time. The only thing that it really, in the lar- large part of the collegiate basketball world, sets up people trying to figure out their recruiting for next year and, and what's going to happen and how many decommits do you have? Guys that throw it back open. Shaquille O'Neal's son said, "Out of hell with this." I uh, wrote a note saying I'm reopening my uh, my college decision and I've decommitted from Arizona because the Sean Miller thing is uh, is different, right? We're running on two tracks now. We've got all of the coaches, agents, shoe companies, whatever else, and then you've got Sean Miller over here, and you're wondering how many other in those what was it three thousand hours of wiretap phone calls? How many more? coaches getting snared in this before mm-hmm. it's all said and done and we you know we set the over at a nice meek what nine and a half uh and then we'll see where it falls from there but certainly parallel issues not going to be resolved in two weeks time twitter at how about a fresca the jason smith show with my best friend mike Harmon, live from the geico studios now what have some coaches said about the scandalous Last 48 hours. Well, luckily you asked because we have a plethora of coaches to hear from. Duke lost tonight to Virginia Tech, 64-63. Mike Krzyzewski is always very tight-lipped about situations like this. Did they rush the court? Luckily for – you know he's mad about that, I'm sure. He always gets mad. Oh, they always rush the court against us. Yeah. Oh, sorry, your first world problems. I'm very sorry, Coach K. Uh, But what do I always say? 
Don't I, give I, me the. Oh, I thought you were going to pat yourself on the back. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. What What do we always say? Don't give me the. I'm just the basketball coach. I've had no knowledge of this. Don't give me that sorry ass excuse. And thankfully, my guy Jim Beheim is not that guy. Oh, what, what do you mean, agents? Oh, I don't know. No, 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 agents. <laughs> These guys, they've been around forever. Everybody knows. For thirty years, agents have been involved with players' families. This is nothing that would surprise anybody in coaching. This is one agent. Do you think these other agents aren't doing anything? Do you think they're just not not going after parents, not talking to parents or anything? We have blinders on. Agents are going to do that. Uh, I'm sure there's agents in my locker room. There's agents in my locker room. Coach, do they at least get specially designed orange blinders for your locker room? Whatever you need to blend in, that's what we do. Yeah, listen, they've been around for 35 years. It's not going anywhere, given that you're talking about billions upon billions of dollars in television revenues and and the flow of the athletic – shoe and apparel companies going back and forth. I mean, it's it's part of doing business. Now it's just a matter of, you know, what's the system look like in the wake of this? Say what you want about Bayheim. He, he doesn't lie. He doesn't lie. Do you doesn't think the lie. other agents aren't doing anything? He doesn't lie. Hey, Did anybody ask him directly, about viola- what about your... <laughs> what about these violations? I think they were too much. <laughs> okay, but do you not... They were just too much. Okay then. All right. All right. Hey, tell he tells it like it is. Another guy telling it like it is. Georgia head coach Mark Fox, who is not happy with what's going on right now in college hoops. I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted with how people have treated our game. It's absolutely disgusting. The NCA is made up of member institutions. How are the institutions handling it? That would be my first question. How are they handling it? Putting their head in the sand and looking the other way or dealing with it? I'm past anger, sadness. It, it's disgusting. And we're really hurting the game. Oh, very unhappy. Now, now wait a minute. And, all right, go. The last sentence is the worst of it all. The I'm discussing it, we're hurting. No, you're not. You're not. The game's, game's fine. People are playing basketball just like they've always been. If we're going to say the, you know, go with the Bayheim, they've been around for 30 years. Seems like everybody's thrived. Yeah, well, that and that's the thing is some of the coaches – are going to be upset and stand on a soapbox because, hey, we've never been able to cheat as well as the other schools. Well, but that's the thing. And that's now, the okay. double underscore right, as now. well. You are getting all these guys. You got all these McDonald's All-Americans. We're not sniffing a McDonald's All-American. I'm trying to make it work on a team where if we go 19-11 and get in as an eight seed, well, that's a pretty successful season. And we're a big school that in football will go to the national championship game. There's many schools that are going to be that way that are saying, hey, all right, you know what? We, I don't want to say we're clean, but we're not that dirty. I mean, you're going to get that reaction. And I'm not saying that Georgia is doing that, but you're going to get that kind of reaction out of coaches who are going to go, oh, this is ridiculous. And a lot of it is going to be from the, yeah, we just haven't been able to do it as well as other schools. But, Whenever, just, but what, just that visceral reaction from, from Fox is, it, I just don't buy it. Like, that's a good acting job. You know, I'm disgusted. Like, this was new information. Okay? It's new details. <laughs> well, you look at, like, Beheim just scoffs. Like, ah, whatever. It's been there for yeah, 30 years. And, right. You're and talking about the game or not? When we're going to find, you know, what are we going to find out and how we're going to find out who's doing what. We know there's elements in locker rooms around players and their families 
for all these years. He's a realist. You don't have to go into details at the moment or anything, you know, in conversations. And I'm sure if you sat him down off bike, there's probably a million stories that he could tell you on the recruiting trails. But the the Fox reaction of, oh, I'm disgusted, whatever. <laughs> don't give me the babe in the woods routine. Like this is suddenly ground groundbreaking, earth shattering. Hey, coach. Did you hear? There's some players that got benefits. Come on. Here might be my favorite quote, though. This is Villanova head coach Jay Wright saying, you know, I don't think the NCAA can do this on their own. We need to ask the NBA for help. Allow these kids to come out after high school. Allow them to enter the G League after high school and provide opportunity in the the G League for guys that they want to pay to play and get paid fair market value. He, All right, they can't play Jay pay fair market value because the, the G League doesn't have any money like that. We need to what's, ask what's, the NBA for help. Adam Silver, who wants to do absolutely nothing ever, no. is never going to wade into this and go, sure, I'll get involved in this college basketball mess. So that's not happening. There's no way. They can't get on the same page for anything college. College sports and professional sports hate each other. They always do. College football hates the National Football League. College basketball hates the NBA. They just do. It's how it is because they run things differently, and one side, the college side, is extremely jealous of the NFL and the NBA and how they run things, and you need to help us you know, figure things out a little bit more here because you need to be the older brother in the situation. And nobody else, they don't care. It's, a, it's like college sports and professional sports. It's like Auburn, Alabama. Or Army, Navy, they hate each other. It's never going to happen. Well, but but just think about it from a logical logical perspective and a business perspective for a moment. Yes, let's pump a ton of money into the G League over what guys might become for us. There's no incentive for the NBA to get get involved with that. You've got to let let the the college basketball figure it out. You already voted to keep in your CBA, the one-and-done rule, as it is, and to say go to the G League, G League right now is nothing. you got one or two guys coming through. It's it's not a fully that's functional Like the league. G League is, let's get him to the G League. Like, that's a destiny. Oh, yeah, get me to the G League. No, Could you G try league to is, prop it up as something? The but, G League is, boy, I'm, I'm out of the league. One more, one more misstep, I'm out of the league. But it, legitimately, are you going to get owners to invest in that and say, all right, this is now our defense? No, it's college basketball. Get him a year there. Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Coming up next, we will get into a huge sports debut this weekend and what can keep this person the absolute superstar that she is. It's next on Fox. When you're hiring, you don't want to waste time sorting through dozens of irrelevant resumes. You want an efficient way to get to a short list of qualified candidates. That's how the Jets should find their quarterback. That's why you need Indeed.com. You post a job in minutes, set up screener questions based on your job requirements, then zero in on qualified candidates using an intuitive online dashboard. Discover why 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. That's 3 million businesses. Post a job today at Indeed.com slash hire. That's Indeed.com slash hire. Search for greatness. Progressive's new Home Quote Explorer was built to save you time and money by allowing you to compare multiple quote options all online. So head to Progressive.com today and see if you can save. 
Take off your uniform. Take off your cleats. Take off your jock strap. I'm going to eat that ass up. See, we're getting all sexy, and then you get real, like, you know, whoa, freaky. Slide over baby hour. It's hey, no, it, slide over. Uh, on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, boy. Fox it Sports Radio. It all fits together, buddy. Come on now. It's the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Uh, this weekend, we saw the debut of Ronda Rousey. As she showed up during the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view as WWE builds towards WrestleMania. Ronda Rousey showed up and in her first appearance, she knocked Triple H out. Put the boss through a table. Put him over a table and won the crowd. Here's the thing with Ronda Rousey. As every weekend, how big, what's she going to do? What, just, what, what's next for her? Now, just remember at one point, you were so gaga I over her. I love Ronda Rousey. You missed the opportunity to talk to her because you couldn't be convinced to I did you know, miss that opportunity. And but <laughs> she was in an open that we ran for a long yeah. time. She said she would date me because I could teach her about baseball. I'm a you Mets fan. No, well, it was a, it, no, 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 it was, was a true. theoretical guy uh, but, that had some of the attributes. Yeah, no, I'm the real guy, man. I'm the real guy. I mean, we didn't ask directly about the kid or anything. <laughs> uh, it, it, well, listen, I was married. I had a kid. You know, at the time, I, it's only one of me to go around. Um, so Ronda Rousey made her debut this weekend. And, you know, Raw was tonight as well, and people, you know, everybody's talking about Ronda Rousey and what's going on. But I got to be honest, her time in WWE is going to be rocky, and it's going to be hit and miss unless they do what I'm saying right now. Because last night, watching her debut, one thing that all the best wrestlers have is a larger-than-life personality. Even if they're not the best wrestler, it didn't matter. If you're good on the microphone, if you are, if you have that magnetic persona, good guy or bad guy, it doesn't matter. Oh, Greek freak just had sex. He could be a freak on the court and on the shits. Oh you know what I'm saying? Master of the microphone, Woo! making everybody around him uncomfortable. You have to have that kind of personality, and if you don't, you are going to struggle. Well, just think about her debut happens last night on Ric Flair's 69th birthday. Nah, go ahead, Gronk. Go ahead, Gronk. Hey, Boston! Yeah, right. Who's getting wild tonight? Yeah. So, listen to a little bit of her from last night. This is her debut, but this is someone who's been in films, that's done a lot of interviews. It's been a very highly publicized athlete for the past few years. Here's Ronda Rousey, a bit from WWE. Most of all, I want to earn your respect in this ring. Like I said, I don't want to be given a title match. I want to, I want to earn it. And uh, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate this opportunity. Thank you. I want to be given a title. Oh, my God. Hand I mean, it over. Is, I could walk around with a belt. The <laughs> boss of the hallway up here in the Geico Fox Sports Radio. No, no one's handing you a belt. 
No, no why, one's handing. Why you not? A belt. No one's it. handing you a belt. Someone might give you me gotta a belt. You got to earn it. No, you got to earn I've it. I've earned it. No, you've not I earned it. I kick ass on the microphone not, 3 hours a night every you've, night. You've not earned it. You, How many times have I tagged into other shows <laughs> to help carry them to the finish line? Wow. Whoa, really? On my broad Whoa. shoulders pushing forth. Every, How many times has that every show that's had Mike Harmon on as a guest, he has carried your show to the finish line. Yes, uh you are what's her name? The 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 figure skater of <laughs> Of wrestling. You know, we were dead in the water until you know, I had that great performance and I carried us to a medal. I really thought that in the spirit of the <laughs> WWE conversation, that's kind of where I had to go to be the heel, didn't I? But Ronda Rousey is boring. She doesn't have a great personality. She never has. Her personality is, boy, she really kicks ass. She's not going to be good if you rely on her to be good on the microphone, which is what many wrestlers are. They're not going to be good. And she's not going to be good. So if you're relying on her personality, forget it. It's going to be rocky, and after a little bit, it's going to be, boy, I'm really not that excited about Ronda Rousey because, eh, she just doesn't. Now, for her, for her career, I have the I have the absolute problem solved for it. It's not going to help her outside of wrestling because she wants to get back to the point where she was a couple of years ago where she was, Where's hey, Roadhouse? guess what? I'm going to be in the Roadhouse remake. Roadhouse. I'm going to be in all these other movies, and now it's, yeah, Rhonda, you wow, are kind of cooling off on you now. But she needs to be promoted like the female Undertaker. That's how the WWE wins. Undertaker never spoke. Right? He spoke very few times because when he did speak, he was terrible. Here's a bit of the Undertaker. You think I'm lying? Here's a bit of the Undertaker. You see, Sean, you concern yourself with being the showstopper. You concern yourself. You have opened Hell's Gates. And just like the 16 that come before you at Wrestle tw- at WrestleMania 25. <laughs> hey, at Wrestle at, wait, hang on, hang on. He was out of breath. Hang Leave him alone. WrestleMania 25. Did he take his hat off and yeah. find the crib notes in yeah. there? <laughs> Don't call yourself mean Mark. Reminder, call yourself <laughs> Undertaker. Uh the Undertaker was terrible. But what happened? When the Undertaker had the larger than life persona of mystique he would come out and they'd, they'd play his they'd play his intro music and and paul bearer would come out ooh, ooh. note to self not don't say i'm percy pringle paul bearer he would come out and you didn't need it because the undertaker was that big a deal ronda rousey needs to be promoted that way if she's the one that just comes out and completely kicks ass that's what you need. She can come out with with the, with the with the other women she could be involved in, and just don't talk. Give me that Ronda Rousey game face that we saw for the last six years or five years in UFC, and that will work. If you promote her that way and limit her microphone time, and make sure that all what you get from her is just that. That will be how she succeeds, and she will be a very big star. It won't help her. People are going to go, I really don't know if she can do anything. I'm going to put her in movies. She doesn't really talk. But you're talking about trying to get your career back on track. If WWE pushed her that way, she will be a big star, and it will be awesome. But the more you try to rely on her and her personality, it's just not going to happen. No, not it, in the WWE. But that's the big thing is that you, you can buy some time and build it up to where it's small – segments, small sections of, of getting on the mic, really what you want her in is, is just to kick ass. I equate her at this point a little bit to when they brought China in 
the the late star, right? The eighth it's wonder of the world, China. and and everything that they did with her character, it was a lot about. There she is, physically imposing, mm-hmm. beating the hell out of guys. She could wrestle alongside Triple H, and but she but she didn't have, but she didn't have this image of what you were expecting already coming in. China didn't come in to WWE like here's Ronda Rousey, who's this incredibly well, huge but, but star just, already. But you're expecting based, things, from. but just based on the physicality, right? The the size of China and and the of the musculature and everything, there was just the expectation, all right, she's going to be able to wrestle. And then when she got on the mic, it was it was not good right? for a long time. It got better, but that's the same thing you have to do here, is put Rousey in matches where she gets to do the physically demanding work and you know put a few more chairs and tables in that, that she can throw guys through and you build up the legend, kind of like you did with the quick wins in the UFC, yeah. and then over time, whoever she's going to work with, whether it's the uh, aforementioned Flair or Triple H himself, gives someone to to work with on the microphone so where she can become more proficient. She's never going to be a star at it, but you can at least ride this wave for a year or two before people tire. Hell, they're still trying to get Roman Reigns over. He can't talk. He can't wrestle. Yet he's the guy that's going to headline the mania for the third straight year. See, you know what I would do? I'd make her a bad guy. No, that's what I would, I, I would. I would make her evolve into a bad, be- like but, but an anti-hero. But that's just it. You, I'd you, make you, her evolve because the Rock was bad, and then he turned out to be. You can do that, but I would first get her and get her being a bad guy. Yeah, she doesn't need to be a face. No, no I. She could be. She could be a huge star, a huge, you know, and and she could win titles and all this stuff. But I would. I would push her that way. Hey, she could be a bad. But somewhere where 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 you're a quote bad guy, where you can. Ride both, end, both no, ends and the, of the fans spectrum. are, fans are like, like yeah. a bad guy anyway. I mean, it's not. It's well, what not, is every show on television or every oh, you movie? Have a great bad guy. Got to have a good bad guy. Would Hulk Hogan have been Hulk Hogan without the Iron Sheet? No. Iran, number one. Iran, tell, tell me, number one. And tell me you don't follow the Sheik on Twitter. <laughs> I love the Sheik. And every Sheik. once in a while, read a few of his tweets in his voice. Brother. And Nikolai Volkov, who would change the words of the Russian national anthem <laughs> every, every time. Week. That's right. <laughs> Trust me, female Undertaker, less microphone ronda rousey superstar coming up in a minute who's gonna win the roger goodell jerry jones war to end all wars but first with what's trending a guy who skips leg day at least twice a week never tom looney you kidding me ah you say you skip leg day all the time buddy no i would never those words would never come out of my Uh, mouth i think you do no i skip i skip carb day (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay. Because your calves don't look as you know as big as they normally do. I'll drop oh, my pants right here. <laughs> Quick fingers for Alex Tyson. He must be drinking coffee tonight. <laughs> NBA performance of the night from the Big Easy, Norlis, Louisiana. Anthony Davis, 53 points and a win over the Suns. What's interesting to note here, and the Unibrow's six previous games in the month of February, or as some would call it, February, Anthony Davis has had... Tonight it was 53, 45, 44, 43, 42, 38, and 38. Yeah, I would say candidate for player of the month. Yeah. Houston won their 13th in a row. Rockets, Thelonious Monk, the Jazz, 96-85. With a whiff of scandal in the air, number five, Duke goes down. Alexander Walker on the left baseline. The jumper's too strong. Clark sits it home with four seconds to go. Here's Allen with three, with two, with one for the win. Bagley tipped it home, but it was after the clock had expired. And Virginia Tech wins. 64-63 was your final. David Schumati with the agony. 
of defeat from WDNC Raleigh. The NHL trade line has come and gone, and we forge forth into the night talking winners and losers of the NHL trade deadline with Jason Smith and Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Thank you, Mr. Looney. Well, I tell you, my friend. (laughs) Yes. We're live from the Geico Studios (laughs) where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. More information, please visit geico.com. Well, the NFL and Jerry Jones have now drawn a line in the sand, or, well, the NFL has, specifically Commissioner Roger Goodell. As the NFL is going to try to get $2 million from Jerry Jones as reimbursement for legal fees. The NFL says they want the money related to court costs surrounding the situation involving the suspension of Ezekiel Elliott. Remember, Jerry Jones said, hey, listen, I don't think you should be suspended for that long. And the NFL wants money back from that time that Jerry Jones spent in court on it. They also want money because of Jerry Jones's threatened litigation over Roger Goodell's contract because Roger Goodell was not Jerry Jones's favorite guy in the world, and Jerry Jones almost single-handedly got his contract renewal rebuffed. First of all, Jerry Jones, $2 million for Jerry Jones. I mean, really? Uh, I got that. Uh, that's in my... In, in, my, in my man purse right here. Hang what on, are you saying? It's, my, it's too light. It's in my wallet right here. I got, uh, hang on, I got a hundred, I got, I got a few million dollar bills right here. Reagan's on them. Hang on. Here's one. Uh, take another. You know, take three. Go ahead. That's okay. I got more here. Well, with tax breaks, he's got an extra two million laying around. Uh, I, I, I carry around. I never leave the house without anything less than five million, just in case I need it for the day for something. Well, I want to go. go in. That's not a bad it's way tough. to be. It's tough to break a million dollar bill when I want to buy a Pepsi somewhere. So, uh, that's it, you know. But I got to make sure I got to get there and say, "Can you break this?" And then uh, they usually say, "Hi, Mr. Jones. I get the Pepsi for free." It's broke. And, uh, I promise to go back. But this is Roger Goodell abusing power. And I know we had Jason Cole on last hour saying, "Listen, the NFL had this written into their rules because of Al Davis threatening to sue the league every five minutes, twenty, thirty years ago." So they say, listen, if you want to do this, but you don't win, you got to pay the court costs. But this has not come up since then. And now Jerry Jones has to pay these court costs. What did Jerry Jones want? He wanted to take the NFL to court over the Ezekiel Elliott situation. The NFL, who had a crappy investigation because they put their investigator on the stand who said, yeah, I don't know that I'd recommend charges against Ezekiel Elliott. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Not that I agree, not that I say Ezekiel Elliott should have gotten off because obviously bad things happened both his side and his girlfriend's side, but certainly Jerry Jones is not out of his realm of of asking for something more than, hey, I'm trying to defend my player. He's not doing an Al Davis, I'm going to take the NFL to court because I want to move the team from Oakland to Los Angeles to San Bernardino to someplace else. No, that's not what this rule was intended for. And certainly, if you're going to make Jerry Jones pay back court costs because he wants to see who the best commissioner could be and he's unsure of Roger Goodell, that's abuse of power. This is not Jerry Jones every 10 minutes saying, I want to do this, I want to sue the NFL for this, sue it for this. We haven't seen this. 30 years, we haven't seen this go into place. But now Roger Goodell is citing this. This is absolutely personal. It's petty. It's petulant. And this is him abusing power. If I'm Jerry Jones, just because I have the money on me, forget it. I I, I wouldn't pay a dime of it. I would say, you know what? You come try to get it from me. Okay, Roger? And don't worry, because I see how weak you are now. 
because we were all united. We're all united. We backed you for a long time through everything, through everything you screwed up, through Ray Rice and Adrian Peterson. We backed you. Now, not so much. Bob Kraft is not on your side. I am not on your side. And now you want to try to rally your precinct captains and and, and hide behind Arthur Blank and a couple other owners? You will go ahead and do that. But you know what? Burnham Wood is coming to Dunsinane. We are going to be there for you. And now all that's going to be is you falling because that's where Roger Goodell is at now. He doesn't have universal approval. So now I'm hiding behind the owners who are going to have my back because we're not all united again. This is still moving towards Roger Goodell no longer being commissioner of the NFL. It's just going to be a twisty path to get there. See, I think you're you're taking taking us down the path of making it a, a personal decision, and it's standard business practice when you lose a lawsuit that you pay the fees. In many countries, that's the norm here in the states. Happens all the time in business dealings, uh, dissolving marriages and partnerships and whatever else. So this is just standard business. Might it be a little bit Roger Goodell to to wink at in Jerry Jones' directions and remind him how the power structure works? Perhaps. But it's it's pretty standard and it's, we're talking about two million dollars. I don't I don't think this is as untoward and problematic. And and I don't know that Goodell's necessarily as weak uh, for a lot of Jerry Jones, because there's two two things that he's attacking him on. One, the Ezekiel Elliott, and then just separately saying, "Hey, let's go back at the contract and and try to to raise a flag." And I think he's well within his rights, even though he wasn't a member of the committee that was doing things. They gave him an honorary title, and all of a sudden he thought he could take over in this process, as you'd want to do, being a you know the the Dallas Cowboys owner and being the global brand that they are, but when you look at Kraft and you and you look at Jones, I'd be very curious out of the thirty two owners where the how big that split is, right? Are we talking about a couple of the powerful guys? Jerry Jones almost else? had enough, almost had enough, and this is in a very short period of time. This is within a couple of months. He almost had well, enough. He had enough to to potentially but slow it down, but he not to stop. Well, because he didn't have the guys that were on the committee. No, but if that, he had, but, had a couple of guys on the. He had guys outside because he had to get to a third, right? Twenty three owners, I believe, had to okay it. He was at six or seven. I mean, obviously, that's not quite. That's pretty, you it's a pretty big jump. But six still, or seven is still in a couple of months to go from. Hey, this is not our guy to someone else can make us money. And that. Why do you think Roger Goodell? They steamrolled that. And and push that through. Hey, yeah, no, no, no. Here, here comes your contract extension. Yeah, we got to come in right now because he was going to lose another few months if he sat back. He would have lost. He would have lost. And this is this is Roger Goodell trying to pay back Jerry Jones and doing the iron hand, iron fist rule. You go up against me. Look what's going to happen. I'm going to make you pay back fees. Not that Jerry Jones couldn't pay this back in a second, but this is watch out. This is I'm firing one shot across the bow so everybody can see this. But Roger Goodell. Make no mistake, he's running scared after all this because now he doesn't have the league-wide backing that he used to have, and now it's just, how do I keep this game going as long as I can until the inevitable end? Because that's how it's going to go. Well, eventually he's going to leave the office anyway, right? There's been talk that he wanted to do one more contract. He would stay on forever. He doesn't want to leave. He, he, he doesn't want to leave because it's a mess now. His reputation eight years ago, boy, he's cleaned up the NFL. You can't get DWIs, you can't get DUIs, you can't have any of this happen, you you run afoul of the law, I'm going to make sure. 
And where is it now? Now he has no jurisprudence. He has no power. All he does, the best thing he does, is beat Demora Smith in in negotiations. Well, every and that's single why time. they're both ra- but back for another round. Like the Players Association are a bunch of dopes for keeping Demora Smith around to get beaten up one more time. Hey, you want another day off? Yeah, we got another day off. That's all we're gonna get. But his reputation is awful. The NFL's reputation is awful, and this is all under Roger Goodell. Trust me, he wanted to stay for you know thirty years and be that legendary commissioner, and now it's, hey, maybe one more and I'm out because I see the handwriting on the wall. Well, what's interesting in all of this, we've had this discussion, and we'll we'll table it because we got a long way before football comes, but is he made the mistake of trying to do something when Tagliabue just looked the other way. He put those blinders on like we were talking about with the college basketball situation, whereas Goodell tried to clean things up. Unfortunately, you can't apply the same fix, the same punishment for all these cases given all the nuances and as soon as the players association started taking it taking them to court time and time again it really unraveled quickly twitter at how about a fresca the jason smith show with mike Harmon coming up next evidence i'm pretty sure an nba superstar listens to our show fox i eat cookies good (laughs) fox sports radio the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. If you think a train will stop if it sees your car on the tracks, you're right. It'll stop about a mile after it hits you. So please stop because trains can't. I'm pretty sure Kawhi Leonard listens to our show. Why would? Well, why wouldn't he? Oh, I'm just saying, you know, but I'm pretty he sure. He should. Last week when the story came up that Kawhi Leonard wasn't expected back by the San Antonio Spurs, Greg Popovich said, oh, it's up to him when he wants to return. He's been cleared. We told you all kinds of problems are going on because he'd be back playing if there weren't problems. And if he doesn't want to be an ex-San Antonio Spur, he finds a way to come back and come back soon because they will easily move on from him in the offseason. He's got free agency coming up after next year, and they will move on because he is not somebody that is irreplaceable. The Spurs can find somebody else to come off of four and five screens and hit a shot, which is what the Spurs have done for the last 20 years. They will find a way to do that. And now Kawhi Leonard will resume working with the team at the Spurs practice facility this week and hopes to return later in March. This, according to league sources, who have informed ESPN. Should so, we start playing the how I'm about coming that? home line for him? <laughs> I'm coming home. Yeah, but who's going to make fun of Kawhi Leonard like like we had Kyrie Irving and LeBron James? I don't know. I just figured we need more drama. And this helps ramp things up as we get towards the playoffs. Kawhi Leonard will be back hopefully by late March. Now suddenly realizing, oh, it's in my best basketball interest to come back and play rather than risk whatever could happen if I don't come back at all this season because that's not going to go well for me. So Kawhi Leonard apparently listens, which is good. So San Antonio Spurs fans, you're welcome. Everybody else in the NBA hates us because we got Kawhi Leonard back to the Spurs. Well, this helps on some level to start bridging that gap that we'd heard about maybe a month, early January, I want to say, right after the turn of the year where there seemed to be some friction and there was the expectation to be back on the court in mid-January. Obviously, here we are at the end of February, and this is the first acknowledgement that he's readying for a return. Otherwise, it's been private doctors and going outside the normal run of care and trainers for the San Antonio Spurs. So 
for Kawhi Leonard, I think part of it's also saying, all right, as I'm looking towards free agency and maybe the Spurs and I, we look towards finding a trade partner, I want to show I'm healthy along the way too. So, you know, that I'm not going to potentially be an issue in terms of my outside. Well, look what it did for Derrick Rose. Mm-hmm. I think he'd heard that comparison probably one too many times over the last week. So Which we compared him to. Yeah, we, we'll we start shifting you back you. down that road. You know? uh, Kawhi listens to us. Hi, Kawhi. Meanwhile, the story of the night in the NBA, Anthony Davis goes for 53, and the Pelicans win again. Well, they, they, you know, they, three, four, they beat the five. Suns. Hey, hey, a victory's a victory. You can only beat who's on the schedule, Smith. <laughs> but make it six in a row for the Pelicans, who are now in fifth place in the Western Conference, just a game and a half out of third place. This is what's going to be the biggest regret of the NBA season. We could have been in a place where the second round matchup, we could have seen the Pelicans with Anthony Davis and Boogie Cousins to see, hey, can they with their big man offense, everything goes through them, can they beat the Warriors who have turned the NBA on its ear the last three years with their moving screen offense and shooting a three every single time down the floor? That would have been the only series we would have paid attention to if you got that maybe second-round series now because the Pelicans moving up. They'd play the Spurs in the first round now. Nobody would want to be a part of playing the Pelicans. Nobody. As good as they're playing now, and AD is on a huge run, and look, we know how good he is. But this is not a team that's going to do damage in the postseason. They're, they're too one-trick pony. They're too reliant on one player. Now, if you had him in Boogie, then suddenly that's a different story. Well, that's the thing. You, you want some chaos in between the white lines. That's what I'm looking for. We have a little bit in college basketball, but for now that gets put back in the box because they're not going to disrupt the cash machine that is the big NCAA tournament coming here imminently. For the N- NBA, it's still the Warriors at least on on the surface, them, then a distance to the Rockets, then everybody else. So the Pelicans, had you been able to sell, and the T-Wolves with Jimmy Butler, who might be back for the first round of the playoffs, you add those together, maybe we get some chaos. But over the long haul of a series, not going to work. For Mike Harmon, I'm Jason Smith. Twitter, at How About a Fresca. Mike, at Swollen Dome. My buddy Ben Maller. Come up next. This is Fox. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win three spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five! High Five! Casino! Casino! Win at High Five Casino.com! High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And... Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. 
Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details.